пошли. Все в месте. Какие ваши доказательства? Кокаином. going good on my end how are all you doing yeah we've got jeff wiggins here we've got alejandro carabayo back hi jeff hi Alejandra. so nice to have you all it's uh, the, uh before we have jeff and alejandra uh introduce themselves we have some really bad news so we kicked david dole and rebecca right. off the show right. permanently just in time uh, they, for the one year anniversary yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so they're no longer with us we had to right. no no of course uh, they'll be back next week uh but we have some great guests instead uh jeff uh this is your first time on tell us who you are and uh what you do my name is jeff wiggins i am from columbus i have a youtube channel called we gonna be all right and i am glad to be here thank you for having me happy to have you uh alejandra nice you. welcome back always happy to talk to you yeah, it's good to be here. Uh, so I'm Alejandra. Uh, uh, my day job is a clinical instructor at Harvard Law School. And then, uh, you know, I do a lot of stuff on social media and LGBTQ activism um, on the side. Well, thank nice you so much for back coming on. on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, just so you both know, it's a running joke that people are getting kicked off the show. That it wasn't like it's not meant to be an intense like <laughs> intro. Yeah. Because <laughs> every, yeah. every 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 week it seems like someone doesn't show up, and because uh, the show is already lost two replaced really two hosts. Uh, <laughs> the ongoing gag is every week when someone's not here, it's because well. We've got some bad news. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, weren't, we weren't trying to drama bait you at the very start. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to be fair to us, when we say two hosts gone, only one of the hosts we gone on on bad terms. <laughs> the other right. host that left, still friend of the show, actually came on a couple of weeks ago as a surprise. Uh, so we're still Ole, of course. We're talking about Ole. She's wonderful. Yes, yes, uh, we love Ole. Uh, but speak for yourself. I'm actually really good friends with Blair still. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> so after that, I, I H, after that H Bomberman video, oh my god, we'll talk about that. Let's let, let Alejandra and and Jeff talk for a little bit. What are we doing? We're getting ahead of ourselves no, here. No, mm -hmm. I was just uh, laughing because I I don't think I'd heard your intro with the the woke moralist by like. <laughs> I was it like, slaps, really, right? 
Well, it's really funny because, uh, see, Eleven Labs introduced a new feature where you can do voice conversion, where you can turn like one person's voice to another. So I like downloaded an acapella by Eminem and decided to like have my like a version of Jordan Peterson like try to rap Eminem and like that, by doing the voice good. conversion, and it is absolutely hysterical. <laughs> can you play for us? Can we hear this? Is it uh, somewhere? Yeah, I don't. I don't know how I can share the like without putting just my mic next to the speaker. I think that might actually work. Hold on. You can and y'all don't mind if I if I mute this on my end, right? Like y'all are good if I just mute. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Because that I would rather not. I would rather not hear it. I'm good. I'm good on my end. I gotta hear this though. Yeah, I respect the other uh, the other decision though. But I gotta keep a few points, lads, just in case, because even you time side backers that home read looking at me like just one time. I know there was a town where it was. Oh my god, he's and he's gonna grab us. Still rap like a one mop Darrow, one scribes about clunks rounds. Look, some chart when you come by a pair with the skin color of mine, you get too big and pay on the shrine. You upstink to you like that one line of step. Oh no, back on the map, there's that paper one with our chart that steps like that link. All right, I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I haven't gotten a chance to add it to like the like to the, the instrumental track, but you, you get the idea. That's it's, wild. It's, it's it's wow. <laughs> you need to you need to train it on uh his crying voice though, because that I think will be even more amazing. I agree. We need to hear the 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 voice cracking and the really high pitched Kermity voice that he's got. That's like his like that's that's like his serious voice. We need to get the the, the crying one in there. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I don't know if you all wanted to jump into the topics right away, but I've been waiting to talk about this all week since I've seen it. Um, it's a video. And it is of um friend of the show, RFK Jr. And oh he, he was interviewed oh on uh, on Fox News. And this to me blew my mind because I think that Jesse Waters teed this up to be like a softball question and to for him to go on some anti-elite rant. But uh just I, I know everybody already saw this, but let's let's just watch. We're on Jeffrey Epstein's jet, were you? Uh, I was on Jeff. Keep your eyes on the Chiron. Two times I was on it. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You got to pause it. Can you put it louder? It's kind of low. But also, um, I'll just put my volume louder too. But um, we got to hear that again. People really That's need to. That's the most I can uh, pop right. the volume, unfortunately. Right. I, I, I put the volume in my ears up, up louder so I could hear it better. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, but, these are all um, Twitter videos, so they're they're not the best quality. But um, yeah, yeah. Go, let's play this, play this again because it really is amazing. I just what what's what is going through this mind? Have you seen this? I have. Yes. Okay. Okay. You oh, weren't yeah. ever on Jeffrey Epstein's jet, were you? Uh, I was on Jeffrey Epstein's jet two times. I was on it uh, in 1993. <laughs> Wait, it gets better. And I was on it in and I went to Florida with my wife and. Uh, two children to visit my mom over Easter. Um, my my wife had some kind of relationship with Glenn Maxwell. Okay, hold on, hold on. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty bad to straight up be like to be asked this question and not be able to say. No, of course not. I've never been on his plane, <laughs> and not even like yeah. There was just one time I didn't know who he was. 
He yeah. goes, yeah, I've been on twice. And then he, <laughs> he, he keeps going. And then he goes, you know what? Not only that, my wife, best buds with J- <laughs> Jolene Maxwell. She's friends with Gislaine. <laughs> yeah, this is so wild to me. What is crazy oh is how he, he dug a hole like waist deep, but then when he kept going, <laughs> he was six feet under by the time this was over. <laughs> yeah, and he just kept talking. Volunteered it. He volunteered yeah. all this information. This is this is not under torture. He's like, oh sure, let me tell you about my good friend Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> it's it's so wild to me. Like I still am not over this, and I've seen this like multiple times. It, this has got to be this has got to be an it's got to be an ex wife or something, right? Because his current wife plays. Um, is in uh, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. She's an actress. And Modern Family, right? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm familiar with Modern Family. Um, and she, who does she play on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Larry David's wife, Carol. right? Or, yeah, yeah. Carol. Huh. I'm sorry. What we ain't going to do is skim over the kids. Like the kid, you got the kids involved, my dude? Oh, he, yeah. He, he put that in there to basically say, I obviously wasn't going to the 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 the, the pedo island. I was with my kids. We were going yeah, a family to a family trip. vacation. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you had, brought that up. That's worse. Yeah, I was saying it had the opposite effect. I'm like, so you brought your kids to the island, man? Dang. <laughs> yeah. Well, he also makes sure to say that they went down to his his mom's in Tampa for Easter. They didn't go to any islands. He's really being. He, he's being methodical about how, giving every bit of detail to give himself an out. But I, I just wonder how it even how, how this even came up. Do we know? Do right. we know how this even well, came up? The Chiron here says FBI lies about Epstein's flight logs. So are, is he trying to Wait. make it seem no. like RFK wasn't on the flight or something? Like, I, I don't know what the setup was. I didn't see the first well, part. Well, okay, watch, we gotta... watch the play the video and watch the Chiron change from FBI lies about Epstein's flight logs to what it goes into next. Play it my children and um and uh and mary my wife to rapid city south dakota to go fossil hunting I, uh, for a weekend we were going and, fossil uh, hunting okay I mean, nothing else I was, I was never on his jet alone i you know i've been very open about this from the beginning this was in 93 so it was 30 years ago it was before anybody knew about Jeffrey Epstein's, uh, you know, his nefarious issues. And I agree with you that these, all of this information. Oh, there, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Updated. <laughs> this is amazing to me. Um, I think it's, like actually, to... it's clear what's going on here is, is that basically, like, they realize that RFK Jr. is pulling more from Trump than Democrats. And they're like, we, we've oh, got to yeah. sink him. Like that. That's They've been doing it for like... a while. This is this has been like a, a thing. Fox News. Sean Hannity was doing it not too long ago. He brought him on, and it's a completely different interview. Once he said that he was going independent, because they just saw the writing on the wall. Like this guy doesn't yeah. like you know pull well with Democrats. He's he's half like anti-vaccine skepticism. Uh, you know, transphobia. Like he's not he's not a popular candidate amongst like you know potential Biden voters, but he is amongst uh, Trump Trump voters. So immediately they just switched. And then now they've mm-hmm. been doing this ever since. Kind of like, how can we destroy the guy? Yeah. yeah. The wild thing is to like have your entire base be 
a bunch of conspiracy theorists and then <laughs> throw out that uh, I was on Epstein's plane <laughs> twice. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No, the but final he boss was, of conspiracies. He was undercover. He was he was secretly right. trying to disrupt it or All something. Right. I, like, it's, on vacation. Yeah. Wow. One of the good ones. Well, He's well, one of the good Epstein flight that- ones. Yeah, it makes sense that this is in service of Trump. Thank God Trump doesn't have any, you know, dark history with Epstein or anything like that. So, <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. Least, um, um, I was about to say if it, if it if it wasn't bad enough, uh, a week before the no, maybe not a week before this, but he told Newsweek that he was only on a plane once. So Whoa. there's that. Oh, yeah, I did not know that. I did yeah. not know that. Okay. The plot thickens. Maybe, maybe, maybe. He gave that interview because he legitimately thought he was only on once. The interview came out, and some someone contacted him and was like, "No, don't you remember we were on that other time?" And he's like, "Oh yeah." Now that he said twice, though, now that he said twice, though, wait, maybe yeah. next time he'll remember a few more trips. <laughs> it's not good. It's definitely not good. I just love how the premise at first was FBI lies about Epstein fly logs, and the Chiron changes to RFK Jr. I was on Epstein's plane twice. (laughs) How dare the FBI says I was never on Epstein's plane? I was on twice, goddammit. And he he just he keeps going. It's amazing. Yeah, I know. He's gonna he's gonna keep going. He's gonna uh, drop the whole uh, maybe Epstein didn't kill himself. Real answers on what happened to Jeffrey Epstein and any of the high-level political people that he was uh, involved with, all of that. Like you? Open to <laughs> and, you know, I don't see why any of those records would have any redactions in them. Why would we be hiding that from the American public? Well, you might... that... Yeah, so uh, that was amazing. Uh, I I had to talk about that. I didn't do a video about that this week on the show, but um, it was just on my mind, and it was living in my head rent free. So I had to I had to bring that up. Um, yeah, it's a pretty amazing. It really is amazing. I th- I think the funniest uh, comment I saw. I forgot who said it on on Twitter, but someone was like, "I would I'd keep shopping that campaign slogan." <laughs> <laughs> I was on Epstein's plane twice. <laughs> Vote RFK. <laughs> Um, so on the subject of, uh, conservatives telling on themselves, there was another video that dropped today. Oh, today? Um, I, thought you were, I thought you were actually going to talk about, cause since we talked, since we last saw each other, uh, on third, last Thursday, the Ben Shapiro video on their new movie where oh. he tried oh, to yeah. sell it and say, and he accidentally let it slip about how they wanted to make it into a documentary here. If you have another video. Let's play that first, and while you're doing that, I'll pull up the bench period. Okay, perfect. Yeah, because this is kind of related to that. So this is of Michael Knowles, and he kind of just, like, he inadvertently admits that, like, it's possible to become gay, which it's not possible if you're not gay, but just listen to the way that he works. This is, like, this this, um, reeks of the whole Kaya Rychik Fox News interview where she's like, and LGBTQ people, they make it so alluring. It's like, wait, you think it's alluring? Because if you're straight or cis, I don't think that you're going to find it that alluring. Like, I don't find heterosexuality <laughs> alluring at all. But, okay, well, so here, here's I, a... I, I, I got to be honest, Mike. The parties made me a little bi. It was the parties. Okay, like, well... On. Like, it's, the music, it's just it's crazy. Like, you see one pride, you're like, okay, I get it. I see it now. They are fun. (laughs) A breaking news story. Uh, I'm really pleased that we were able to uh, get this 
story, and uh, we did not do the investigation. This investigation was undertaken by a, a wonderful uh, news group. This would be Sound Investigations. I am joined here by one of the journalists, Arden Young. Arden, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me, so, Michael. So, Arden, before we get into how you conducted this investigation, what it all means, I, I want to just show people some clips of, of what you've uncovered, because some of us have suspected Hold on, is he about Pornhub to show, is, is he about to show us porn? Company, formerly- <laughs> I mean, what, what? I have, this is a new report on Pornhub, but before we get to that, I have some clips to show you. What? What? what, 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 what? <laughs> I haven't watched the whole thing, so who knows? They called Mind Geek. Now it's called ALO. They have to keep changing the name because they're an evil company and they, they don't want to have to uh, face the music. Some of us have suspected that they've been up to these kinds of activities for a while. Here it is in their own words. Let's say you're 12 years old. You're still figuring out your sexuality, maybe even your gender. Wouldn't it be helpful to see not a celebration, but just like maybe a normalization of something that you think is what you want, you know? Probably helps a lot. Let's say I was 12 and I saw like trans angels, I saw all these different sites. Yeah, I don't know. It's this is a Project Veritas, but it feels like their style because like they're really big yeah. into catfishing. I don't mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen those kind of videos where like basically they'll get someone on like six or seven dates and they finally get this kind of information like you know a couple drinks deep on the sixth or seventh date and then all of a sudden it's like the person after the investigation will be like no 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 I was just saying whatever I could to like you know get them to like go out with me I like I was I was just making, I like I'm not saying this is that but it looks yeah. like James O'Keefe and I think if you also listen to carefully to what, what's going on there is also like what we call like leading the witness right um, mm. he's like seeding the conversation and framing it in that way to get him to respond in a specific way to like a, a loaded question um mm -hmm. and then like yeah like you said that this is basically they, they they target these people via dating apps and then they take and almost always it's like gay folks which makes it interesting because then like whoever's doing this is actually going on multiple gay dates <laughs> you know <laughs> for work living out a, a suppressed fantasy anyways but it, but yeah like it, uh, yeah i don't know just i guess continue what was the name of that guy you made me think alejandro of that that arizona guy who was outed on grinder um i can't think of his name ethan something right now ethan schmidt is it um yeah. who harasses petco uh if they have like pride flags when he was caught on oh, Grinder, yeah. yeah, I think he said something to the effect of that, like he he has the gay apps on his phone so he could investigate the homosexual or something. Like I'm paraphrasing; it's been a while, mm. but maybe this is like this is like similar. I don't know. Maybe think of that. Help me figure out what I do like and what I don't like. I need to try to push stuff that's more. That music is very gay in the background. Accepted. Like. Putting a, yeah, putting a, a I'm checking out their website. It's, in a scene, it's so not you wouldn't get that on a normal mainstream site. So test it out. See if you get a bigger audience with it. See if you can convert somebody, right? Like maybe somebody who's never looked for anything like that might find it interesting and click on it. Same thing for buy stuff, same thing for gay. That's another senior scriptwriter at MindGeek, now called ALO, but we all know it as Pornhub. That's just the biggest pornographers on the planet. Two major discoveries here. One, they they know that kids are looking at their content. They're totally fine with it. It obviously helps their business model. We all knew that. It's crazy to hear it in their own words. We all knew that. The second 
discovery, to me, is the most shocking. Senior scriptwriter here at the biggest porn company on earth saying, yeah, we're trying to convert straight guys into looking at gay porn or trans porn. We're always trying to push the boundaries. We're not even just serving the market that already exists for porn. We're trying to create new markets by, by creating new desires in people that they do not previously have that are certainly out of the mainstream, that are considered more deviant, and, and we're going to slip that content into the porn to, exp- to expand the palette, I suppose, of the customer. I can't believe they're admitting this. I know. I mean, I, I was sitting across from him. That was probably one of the last things I was expecting. I can't believe that Michael Knowles is admitting that he thinks this is a thing that can happen. It, it's, a, it's a bit of a self-tell, uh, <laughs> self-report. He's the same one that was like, oh, there's all that hypno-sissy porn. That is <laughs> like, this guy is just the biggest closet case I, like I've ever seen. I mean, he, he literally... I, I don't know. We we should just ban failed actors from society because I, I yeah. think like it, it, you know that's part of it. But like he was in a gay sex scene in a movie, that, like right. in college, like uh, in, a, in a music video as well. Oh, and in a music also, video too. Oh yeah, oh, the, yeah. There's a music video where he's like it, it's about um, basically uh, homophobia in high school, and he's holding he's he plays uh, a gay student who's holding like hands and cheering at the very end of it with his partner and everything. Wow. There's, there's also a video of him. Let's just say knowing how to expertly do fellatio on a man. Mm. Like, yeah, I'll I just, saw that. I'll just leave it at that. Like, it is like no straight man would be that good at pantomiming that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's thought of, like, he's put a lot of thought into how well, it would occur. Yeah. Yeah. It's. <laughs> Yeah, this I think I was thinking that Mike Johnson was like the biggest closet case in the country. No, I think it is actually Michael Knowles because uh, he just keeps like telling on himself. I don't know if there's any other like good stuff in this. But we could watch for a little bit. But um, to any like any person who ever says that it's possible to turn gay like they're they're in their phase where I was when I was like 17, where it's like, OK, if I just uh, don't think about being gay, then I could I could uh, I could not be gay or something like it's like the pray away the gay phase where you're still in denial you're not willing to accept yourself he's in this phase right now um and he's down the straight path like he has a wife and everything so you know it's it's a lot of work to have to change course and be his true to be, self to be fair he could be by or pam you know it's not that's true yeah you know, it's not the that's true the um he strikes me as more of like either he's gay or he's like into something like that's really weird like stray people weird. Like I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I won't. I won't divulge more than that because I don't want to shame uh, stray people. But I don't know. It's just yeah. Well, I was gonna say like if he's trying to deny his feelings for men, like shouldn't he just stop watching Idris Elba movies and keep it moving and leave people alone? <laughs> I mean, geez. Yeah, well, you gotta understand. I, he, he's Catholic, and so like part of that is like having to live with guilt and like constant temptation, and so like the whole the whole point of it is like making yourself feel miserable all the time. So, and if, yeah. like and, and if everyone else isn't miserable <laughs> and is enjoying it, then like it's a, it's a problem and he needs to fix it. And by doing that, he needs to like eradicate LGBTQ people from the planet. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's not just about like, oh, I I'm being homophobic to like throw people off the scent. It's like I'm homophobic because I mean, everybody wants to be gay. OK, we all want to fuck hot guys, but we all just suppress those <laughs> memories deep. OK, I'm doing it like that's what it comes across. I put in the work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't give in to these temptations. Him to say um, I my instincts were to just ask him about the the kinds of things they were marketing to people because I knew he does primarily work on gay and trans pornography sites. That's mainly what he writes. And um, he was very, very open. He was very matter of fact. And, and in fact, he, like you saw, he even viewed kids viewing porn as a positive thing. So you, you're conducting this interview. This guy obviously has no idea what's going on. But you'd think if, if you were working for so degenerate a company, and you were engaged in such, even today, frowned upon kinds of behaviors, you might be a little, a, 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 you might play it a little closer to the vest, right? He didn't though. Did it take much prodding or was he just open about this? He was extremely open about this. And this, we're talking about Dylan in particular, the senior script writer for ALO. Um, he was extremely open, extremely obliging, did not think my questions were strange or out of place at all. Um, and it goes to show you kind of the mindset these employees of this company are in. Porn um, in all of its forms are so normalized to them and they're so callous to something as serious as a child being able to view pornography. But of course, we all know, and in fact, in one of your interviews, you, you mentioned that the, the median age of exposure to pornography now for kids is something like 11. Frankly, I'm surprised it's that high. I, I, I would even suspect it might be lower. Maybe today it is lower. We, we all know that kids are accessing porn, and that's how the porn companies cultivate and groom their, their future crop of customers because kids' brains are very, very malleable. If they get addicted to this stuff when they're 10 or 11 years old, they're going to stick with it for a very long time, most likely. Again, it's horrifying. They should be prosecuted for it. It's just evil. It's great to hear them admit it. The thing that is so shocking to me, I guess, is that we have been told for my entire life by the left, by the, the pro-pornography people, by the sexual revolutionaries, that sexual desire is innate and immutable. It's an orientation. Nobody becomes gay, bisexual, trans. It's not that you, you're just, you're born that way. And how dare you suggest, how I, we'll probably be kicked off of social media for even, for even repeating what this top porn employee is, who writes the stuff, who, know, who knows what he's talking about, what he is admitting on camera. We'll probably be, be kicked off even for repeating it. But, but what he is saying is, yeah, nah, that's all bunk. Actually, yeah, you can convert people. That's how our business model works. You got to slip in this weirder stuff. So you take a guy who's been straight his whole life, who's never entertained any other kind of thought. And then you try to get him. Well, actually, you went even in greater depth uh, with him. Let's play that clip. The thing is, is like when you write for like Sean Cody, which is like primarily gay targeted, when you write for trans angels, which is trans uh, female presenting targeted, you also try to see how much you can take of that and bring it to mainstream vanilla content, right? Because like Brazzers and Reality Kings is predominantly for 
straight men, but you try to like push the envelope as much as you can, be like, okay, can I hint at like buy content here? Can I can I like talk more about like what if we brought a trans talent onto the site? And you kind of like take those risks to try and broaden it a little bit more, even though you know that you have a site dedicated to that, right? Like you're always trying to push it a little further. Because the thing is, the thing about Trans Angels, which is a site, um, it's female presenting trans women, it's, and like they sell that to straight men. Oh like, my god, it is so obvious what's going there on it is. here. There is the, Press pause. They are. He, they, they completely misunderstood what this guy was saying. That's what this comes down to. He's not talking about convert them as in converting them sexually or whatever, which we were joking about because that's ridiculous to begin with. The guy's talking about converting them to paying subscribers. Yeah, because, conversions. Yeah. Right, because straight content is easily found like you know, man and woman, uh, M, 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 uh, what is it, like uh, MF or whatever they call it. Um, that's all over the internet. You could easily find that shit for free. That's that's Mike that's Figueredo, not, MF, whatever it's called. I don't know, <laughs> but but when you get down to what like in the like the porn categories where like it's like specific niches, like like gay content, trans content, they're notoriously like uh the the driving like force for like fin financially for a lot of uh porn companies nowadays because people that's not so easily found for free online so people who search that out usually need to pay for it that's what he's talking about when he's talking about converting them it's so obvious i it just it, it took me to hear the whole conversation and then you hear that he's talking like business like the guy thinks he's having a he's telling this woman about his industry like how the business works and she's contorting it to mean something completely different yeah. sounds well, like what you talk about if someone asked on a date what do you do and it's like oh i work for this company and it's like okay what do you what, what do you do for the company here's what we do and then they specified and and then afterwards it went down like i think you're 100 right it was about conversions not, not about converting people sexually yeah with uh you know the secular flesh and better desires and, and we can't resist when we see different things kind of stuff right it's super no go ahead go ahead uh what was also interesting to me is like she's like saying that like she asked those questions it was very clearly a man asking those questions so like she wasn't even present for any of that like mm -hmm. so that is another like weird thing where she was like presenting as like she was the one there doing the investigation and she wasn't that's just like something i i, I picked up on because like it was very clear that the person asking questions was a man yeah, yeah. And, and and matt even if even if, and it's clear what he was actually talking about, but even if he were saying that he was trying to convert someone's sexual orientation, he said he was trying. Knowles took it as, oh, confirmation. That's that's something you can do. <laughs> right. That's right. definitely like, something like you validation. can do. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, valid. Yeah, I knew it. I mean, yes. Um, so, yeah, he was he was determined to take that the wrong way. Yeah, and, and listen, if you are one of the conservatives who are fearful that you can be converted to being gay, test it out. Like, you could literally <laughs> test this out. Uh, sleep with someone of the same sex, and if you don't like it and you don't start being attracted to them, uh, then guess what? Congratulations, you're straight. Like, you, I promise you, you can't change what is innate because a lot of us gay people have tried. 
right? Mm. Like a lot of us have tried to just be, we tried to pray away the gay. Like when I was 16, I was one of the kids who accessed porn and I was trying to watch straight porn to like ungay myself, but it just repulsed me. Like it just- Or, <laughs> or, or you watching that straight porn at a young age turned you gay. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. According to Michael Knowles, yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, I so, remember, it's like... so ludicrous. It's so ludicrous. It's, yeah. It's like, listen, obviously Pornhub has its issues, um, yeah, many of which they, yes, yeah. yes. A lot of things to criticize Pornhub about. Uh, this, uh, like they, this is the conservative MO, always missing what's right there in front of them to chase a conspiracy theory. They could have easily yeah. done a, uh, an expose on Pornhub that actually got to actual legitimate issues with the platform, the website, the, the company. But no, they chose to go after this insane conspiracy theory that they're inserting uh, trans and gay content into straight content to turn people gay and trans or whatever. For a new market. Dumbest thing. Dumbest well, that, thing I've that, ever heard. That's how, like, because the main thing is, is like, they don't care how sex workers are, are getting exploited by that platform, how they're like, for the longest time was just people were uploading content and people weren't getting paid and, and just mm -hmm. all of those things. Like they, they don't care. They know that won't drive their user base or anything. So they have to like frame it in a gay trans panic type way to get anyone to care. And that's how they frame it. Cause otherwise they know their audience is, is watching porn. Like they know it, especially the daily wire audience. And so like, how oh, yeah. do you get them to like, be like oh well we also want to ban porn and it's like well you tie it to like does porn make you gay <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's also also what would a script writer know actually know about anything the guy who writes uh alexis opens the door and there's the pizza delivery man what would he know about how like how like the sales or the tech or like the executive decisions that Pornhub uh makes how would he know that he's a script writer for porn, that just makes Report. it so much more ridiculous. Right, it's even like a, it's even, like, yes, it's even like more divorced from any sort of uh, knowledgeable area. Like it just makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, did you post the link to the? Yeah, it's in the uh, private, private. Uh... Okay. Let me try to pull that in. So this is of. Oh, 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 let me pause it. Uh, okay, so do you want to give uh, people the rundown on the movie if they haven't seen it? I'm sure by now they've heard, they've seen the uh, the trailer of Lady Ballers. Yeah. So uh, apparently, Daily Wire doesn't know that Juana Man is a movie that exists, and decided <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that they were going to be the first ever to create a movie where a bunch of men play women's sports. And this is obviously a, um, you know, uh, th they're furthering the culture war where they believe that there are a bunch of, of, of men out there pretending to be trans or pretending to be women or however they each each conservative has their own different view of how they they uh, break this down. But there are men pretending to be women just to play in women's sports league so they can absolutely obliterate the women playing and they could be champions or whatever that's what conservatives apparently actually believe and they made a whole movie about this but ben shapiro when promoting this film with jeremy boring the ceo of daily wire who's also behind the film i think he directed it or something he accidentally 
gives the whole game away. He shows us all his hand. I mean, this is. I mean, it just show. It just. Do they care? Do they even know he? Does he realize he said this? I got no idea. But he said it. Let's let's watch this. I think it starts at like uh, three minutes. Because it's minutes. the full. It's the full clip. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is the timestamp that you sent me. Should I? No, just it's back? not that. Yeah, it's probably where that ends. Go to like about three minutes. Okay. Wherever the trailer. Wherever the trailer ends. Okay. It, that should be it. Uh, a little bit more. There we go. There we go. <laughs> so that's the thing you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we like to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, let's go back to the inception of this idea. So you approached me and you said we should make a fictional film about this topic. Now, to be fair, I think I'd actually suggested to the Crane Boys that they do this as a doc. Yes. I, I originally went to them and I said, you guys should like go try out for a bunch of ladies leagues. And that became not possible because as it turns out, most ladies leagues don't allow in actual men. men. Pause it. And, uh, they weren't willing pause to full this. Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. I mean, right there it says yeah. the world, right? Actual men, they couldn't do the documentary idea because actual men can't join women's leagues. So that's Ben Shapiro saying that uh, trans women are women. That's Ben Shapiro saying <laughs> that um, uh, actual men cannot join women's leagues. So the people who play in women's leagues are actually all women. Um, I mean, that's that's it right there. I mean, he goes on, though, to give us a little, little uh, something extra, too. But I don't know if anyone else wants to say something about this. Oh, I, I mean, yeah, no, that it entirely gives up the game. But, you know, I honestly, I honestly... I would have I would have wanted to see the documentary where Daily Wire staffers or like whoever ended up like being this film actually underwent HRT for two years mm. to go like group wrestling <laughs> everything to 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 participate in sports like I Commit I, to the I would actually pay money to watch that to the Daily Wire like I would actually like like well, want to see that documentary Alejandra like, I got bad news for you. Play play the rest of this clip, Mike. Unfortunately, I don't think your dreams will come true. Go ahead. Rewind <laughs> it just a little bit so we don't catch, we don't miss the, uh, yeah. Because as it turns out, most ladies leagues don't allow in actual Birds. men. Actual men. And uh, they weren't willing to go the full distance in terms of what it would require <laughs> in order to, you know, the actual hormone treatments and everything to play in some of the ladies leagues. But in any case, it turned into this. So explain. There you go. Pause yeah. it. I mean. Well, I think the thing that you have. I mean, I mean that's another big tell. Like they have, they're, they're all, all this, con all these conservatives claim that oh, there's all these, and we should say that like in most of these situations, if, like the vast majority of the situations where like they're upset that uh, a trans person is playing in a league uh, that matches their gender identity, um, it's it's mostly happening on like the high school and college level. There there are not uh, very many uh, happening in like actual like athletes doing this as a job well there's and like there's getting 50 k through 12 nationwide that we know of there's a hundred at the uh the college level so it's just it's such a small portion of the pot like trans people are a small portion of the population but athletes who are trans are even smaller and 
we like it, what was it yesterday or the day before riley Gaines was testifying and she was talking about how she lost because of uh, a biological man. She came in. She tied yeah. for fifth place with Leah Gay with uh, Leah Thomas. Like how yeah. how are we allowing this person to be the face of trans women are destroying sports when four cis women beat you? Like what is going on? And you know what? That's what I kind of want to see from this movie is that like a man gets in a league, but they wear a wig or something like that, maybe shave or something. And at the end of the movie. They triumph and dominate just to come in sixth place because that's where we are. <laughs> and so Alejandra, like, they, yeah, they, they, they always skim over the part where you have to be taking hormones for one, maybe two years. And you have to get a consultation from a doctor to ensure that you do not have a physical advantage over your com uh, competition. Um, we have that for the high schoolers here in Ohio. We've had it for a while. Um, but people are still under the impression that there are going to be man or male students who are simply going to play a woman's sport in order to get an advantage. And it's just not happening. Right. Yeah. But mm -hmm. that's, that's the thing that he gave away there. Like we, they want us to believe this and it's happening. Like these athletes are taking HRT to dominate in these leagues for free. Like there's no financial incentive for them. They don't win a big championship and get an Adidas deal or something like that. This is like we were saying, mostly happening in college and high school level sports. And they want us to believe that's happening. But then Ben Shapiro just said that their paid talent at Daily Wire wouldn't take HRT for the documentary where they're getting paid to be in it. I mean, so obviously if they won't do it for pay, why do we that throws their whole uh their whole their entire rhetoric down the tube because it's not happening no one is doing this no one is i'm not really a woman but i'm gonna take hrt just so i can get first place in uh women's college hoops or something it's just the, right. the dumbest thing in the world and like well, and while we're on the topic of pay mind you like this is actually an issue in women's sports right like so like the top like britney griner level like goat all-time great basketball player makes at best $250,000. And like that, that's for, that's like veteran been playing for years in the top of, at the top of her sport. Like, why do you think she was in Russia playing? Mm. Because they actually paid millions to women athletes to go play basketball in Russia. And that's why so many women in WNBA were going to Russia. It's the reason why she was there in the first place. So they're not, they don't talk about that. Do you know what the like lowest level, like third string backbencher of like the new Orleans Pelicans gets like minimum 950,000 a year Jesus. minimum. And we're talking about a person who does not see court time because they're like literally there in case like the team dies in a like, <laughs> like that's, anyway you still gotta you still gotta be really good too to even be that guy oh, yeah. you know what i mean yeah, yeah. 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 i'm the death venture but that person who never sees court sees court time makes four times what the best of the best of wmba makes and so like there is literally no incentive. It's like, I, I remember like when there was like, oh, if, if, if like LeBron James just like said he was a woman and he could just go and dominate the, the WNBA. And I'm like, why? He gets paid like $25 million a year in the NBA. He'd be making like a hundredth of that, like assuming oh, yeah. all other things. So like I... they never touch upon the actual issues in women's sports. And like right now what's happening with um, the pay for athletes 
particularly with them getting endorsement deals, it's leaving women's sports behind tremendously. Additionally, the race around all of these um, lucrative sports contracts with the like the SEC, the Big Ten, all of those things, it's people don't realize all of the other sports at that school also have to join those those conferences. And so what that means is is like when you have teams on the West Coast joining like the Big Ten or something else like that, they actually have to like swim teams, like teams that play like, you know, uh, uh, basketball teams um, or even like water polo or something. They now have to travel five hours by plane instead of like playing regionally where it's like a two hour bus ride. And so like all of these other sports and colleges are getting decimated, particularly women's sports who don't get the funding they need to travel by plane every weekend. And so, and then on top of that, their family can't attend their, their games. So like, there's like all of these other issues that are happening with sports and like, they're focused on the one thing that is basically inconsequential. Mm-hmm. Well, because they I don't care about the other issues. That's one why. Of them report, yeah, none of them were talking about that. Uh, what is it? A report that showed that systemically on every level in uh, U.S. women's sports, there is rampant like sexual uh, abuse. Then I didn't see a single right winger mm. talk about that. Or the same thing that report that that came out of Canada that showed that uh, there was rampant sexual abuse of both young uh, boys in Canada and women in all leagues of hockey. And like those are very concerning issues that should demand your attention if you care deeply about women's sports and protecting women and then making sure those are like you know safe places for people to play in. But radio silence, you know, it's just like crickets when it comes to that. They, they, no, because they all care. they want to talk about is trans people. They just want to talk about yeah. trans women specifically, right? Well, like, this all is day. The- this is how shameless they were at that hearing. They had Jim Jordan like right. come in on into oh. that. He's not even on that committee. He came in as like courtesy of the chair and was like talking about Expert this. On abuse. Like, yeah, do, do you want to talk about college sports right now, Jim Jordan? Like, do you really want to talk about that? Mm. It's just like the shamelessness of it. And like, mm-hmm. oh my God. And then like, yeah, it just. Also um, to share your link. Sorry, go ahead, Jeff. No, I was going to say, if y'all couldn't tell, I'm a Buckeye. And so I was going to bring up Jim Jordan. Mm. Like, if they actually cared, they wouldn't bring this dude as a firebrand for the MAGA situation. But he's got a lot of uh, questions that need answered around here. And a lot of us are demanding that. Which, by the way, my district, I'm in Columbus. My district is not his. That's north of here. Don't y'all look at me. Okay? (laughs) Don't look over here. He's a Buckeye like me, but I am not in this district. But yes, he got a lot of questions to an- that needs to be answered, but he's not doing so because because his people aren't forcing him to do so. Yeah. Yeah. They don't care. Uh, to go back to like why they're obsessed with trans people, I wanted to share the link that Alejandro dropped uh, when we were talking about the last subject here. This is why they're obsessed. Um, oh, this yeah. is them externalizing their internal struggle. They don't like that they are attracted to trans women. And so they uh, try to do what they can to like demonize them because I guess that makes them feel better. I don't know. This is their coping. No, I, I don't. I think that even obviously that plays some sort of role. But I mean, it's it's so prevalent in a certain um, a flavor of uh, right wing uh, ideology that it's way more than that. It's way more than um, whatever this is. I'm sure this plays a role, but it's some of it is just pure hatred for anything they don't understand or anything that's different. Um, I think it's uh, it's a wrong turn to just assume that they're doing it for the most part because there's an attraction there. It's it's part of it. Not all not all the cases though. Right. It's 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 certainly a, a thing a for. Component. 
For some of them, yes. But it is a thing for not, Alex yes. Jones, at least. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do we well, know that? That's a thing? That that came out? Yeah. Like, you seen I forgot about this. Blair White, like, just, like, st- sitting on his lap, like, and him having his hand around her waist, like. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, he when he was shifting uh, tabs on his phone, there was uh, trans porn oh. on one of the episodes. Like, do you remember oh. that? Yeah, I, yeah I it was a couple years ago. Uh, I I have more names. Joe Rogan as well. Oh, I didn't know Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a whole clip of Joe Rogan and like three other guys talking about their like uh, porn habits and how much he was just, you know watching trans porn and stuff like that. Oh wow, he just admits it. Well, okay, yeah. that. That makes a lot of sense. Wow. Um, so there's other things to talk about. I don't know if you had anything else because I do have some other subjects, but they're more depressing. Oh, like, hold on. I'm getting. I'm getting. So. I'm getting word that there is an issue with the sound. Hold on. Let's Uh-oh. let's listen to the. Someone is someone staticky. I don't know who it is though. Is it my audio? Can you all hear uh-huh. me? My internet is terrible right now, so it might be me. It might be everybody. I'm listening. We're going to have to do that thing where each of us leave one at a time and see who fixes it by coming back. So I'll leave first and come back in, I guess. Okay. Um, All right. I have to stay, otherwise the stream will crash. (laughs) We don't have to let them back in. We could just continue the show. (laughs) (laughs) Turn it off the island. Yeah. Did that fix it, everybody? Let's see. I'm going to listen. How does to that the... sound? Matt is usually the culprit. I'm good now. Okay. So it's not me. You're okay, oh, Matt. Oh, yeah. That fixed it, I think. Yeah, I think that fixed it's it. It's always Matt. Always Matt. I don't know what it was. I mean, it should have just been my phone. Uh, my phone. My mic. But um, that was a StreamYard issue. It's got to be. StreamYard does have a lot of weird glitches. Because if it was just me that was happening to, then it would be my mic. But being that it was affecting everybody, it had to have been a StreamYard issue. Yeah. Um, okay, so I, I have some other videos. They range from. Wait, absolutely... hold on. I was just told. I was told that Lance came back in and it broke. Hold on. What? Leave, leave again, Lance. Oh God. Really? What did I do now? I'm listening. How does that sound, everyone? Yeah, that's fixed. Lance, it was Lance. Okay, it wasn't we won't me, let it was him back in. We'll kick him out. Folks, we lost another member this week. <laughs> <laughs> we uh we decided to part ways with Lance. He was causing some issues. I don't know what we're gonna do when he comes back in because it's gonna happen. <laughs> All the Canadians are gone. <laughs> All right, let's uh uh, I, uh, what are we going to talk about next? Do we wait for Lance to come back in? What we, here we go. Let's see. Let's see. He's back in. Let me listen. All right. How does it sound? It sounds fine for me. I never, I never had a problem. But am I, am I ruining, ruining the connection? You Canadians ruin everything. I know. And you have free healthcare. I know. Okay. How does that sound, folks? We have Seems to outsource fine. our tech issues to the audience. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's how you know it's left to stream. Yeah, we don't have a producer. It's fine on my end. It, it sounds fine to me, too. Uh, I don't hear it, but some people say they still do. So I don't know what to say about it. Yeah. Let's just. So it's I, better. I haven't left yet. Do I need to leave and come back? No, no, I don't no, think you're the no. problem. I, I wouldn't 
worry about it. I, yeah, it's, people are saying it's fine. Okay. It's probably just StreamYard. Um, it was probably George Santos. That's who I blame. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, he's making so much money off of Cameo. Why are yeah, people I giving this transphobe cameos? You know, yeah, it's so like... it, it's so stupid to give him money for like you're you're. It's one thing to like laugh at his behavior and like do whatever with that because it's for free, but to actually actively give him money, it's extremely stupid and friggin' right. Uh, John Fetterman paid Ugh. paid him like three hundred something dollars for a video to mock. Uh, uh, what's his face? The the Democrat who's uh, uh, Senator Bob Menendez. Bob Menendez, yes. Which he calls like, Menendez the senator from Egypt. Egypt, yeah, ironically, so, which is which is so pointless. Honestly, John. He's Fetterman's the senator quick, from Israel. John Fetterman's quickly becoming the absolute worst. The I you know really horrible yeah. person. Quickly, it pops when I talk. Oh man! All right, I'm gonna tweak the settings then. I don't know why. Um. I don't know if you all wanted to watch this video. So I have the video of uh, John Fetterman. He's on CNN. And Abby name. Phillips, I think that's her name. She's going to ask him whether or not he thinks that anything that Israel is doing amounts to war crimes. His response is, it's so insane. So I'll go ahead and play that. Questions about what's happening on the ground in Gaza, about the really extraordinary civilian death toll that has happened as a result of this war. Do you believe that anything that Israel has done in these six weeks of fighting has amounted to a war crime? Of course not. Uh, of, of course not. And, and it's like, let's not forget what Hamas started. They broke the first ceasefire and then they attacked Israel and murdered over 1,200 innocent willy, excuse me, women, children, babies, everything, and, and brutalized it in, in the most you know, unspeakable kinds of ways. Uh, and so that really is the ultimate, you know, you know, criminal war uh, uh, kinds of. This is absolutely an unequiv unequivocal uh, attack to destroy Israel, and we must remember that that's how started all of this. But are you comfortable, Senator, with the number of Palestinians who have lost their lives? Seven thousand children, fifteen or sixteen thousand civilians dead. Do you believe Israel is doing enough? to minimize civilian casualties? Now, one, you know, one, one death is too, too many. It's a tragic. I don't, I don't value uh, any Palestinian child life any more than, or any less than my own child as well, too. It's heartbreaking and it's awful. Uh, you know, but I do fundamentally believe that Israel must destroy Hamas to achieve long-changing uh, uh, conditions that allow for priests to prosper yeah that's enraging you're just an unserious person if you say something like that i'm sorry you're just i don't take you seriously you don't you you value you value the lives of these children but uh, their deaths must happen to do something that uh in whatever it may be in this case it's uh israel must destroy hamas it's just ludicrous it's a ludicrous position you cannot say you you value those children's lives or you care about those people if you uh, give your thumbs up to what's happening. It's that simple. You're just lying. You're a liar. And you're trying to say something that that conflicts with that just to make yourself feel better so you don't sound like an, an insane person 
endorsing this type of stuff, but you are. You are a terrible human being if you endorse what's going on there. I was trying to consider while he was talking, what's the worst that's going to happen to you if you admit that Israel is committing war crimes? What is it for him? Like, what's going to be the thing that happens to him? What's the, what's the consequence it's going to be? I don't know what they would be, but like, there's no reason to say otherwise. That like, those are definitely war crimes. We know that because America is a part of it, and we do war crimes real good here. So, the, the denying it, I don't know where that goes for him or anyone in his position, really. I, I don't think it's it's him necessarily being afraid of, of consequences or anything. I think for him, it, it's the reason why he was popular in the first place and one of the reasons why he um, won a, a election and had such broad support is that when he believes in something, which 99% of the time had been aligned with the left, um, he just doesn't back down. Like he just hammers mm. it and he's on a, like, he just goes at it a hundred percent. And I think here, like, it's just, it's just very clear. Like he just, this is truly what he believes and he is going for it. And it's, it's, it's alienating a large part of his base. Like it's oh, like, he's out there. He's out there saying there's issues at the border. Now he's going full throttle. I don't know if you guys saw this earlier uh hmm. today i'll send put that i'll drop that link he's going full throttle Jesus. um right winger here he's he's going for it he's making the jump well if he wants to run for president he doesn't have the left anymore so he's gonna have to find some new base to pander to so maybe moderate democrats i don't know he's he, just he, so he insufferable even, he even said he even went out and he, here's the exact quote it's um um in an interview uh this is in politico um, as stalled immigration negotiations imperil USA to Ukraine and Israel, Senator John Fetterman is blaming not only Republicans, but also members of his own party for what he described as a reflexive political resistance to a border security deal. I hope Dem this is quoting John Fetterman now. Wow. I hope Democrats can understand that it isn't xenophobic to be concerned about the border. It's a reasonable conversation and Democrats should engage. So he's like indistinguishable wow. from conservatives right now. Yeah. He's like, you're getting the same I, I talking points. One of the, the 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 important things to remember is like liberals are always one moral panic away from just going full fascist. Like that is <laughs> like whether it's crime, whether it's like uh, immigration, whether it's like some other like just insane moral panic, like they just immediately like revert to like we need to do everything like right now to immediately like destroy whatever this is because it's a it's a threat to, to white suburbia and oh, like, it, it, it gets even i'm looking at this article it gets even worse he goes on to say honestly it's astonishing and this isn't a fox news kind of statistic this is the government's you essentially have pittsburgh showing up there at the border this is john fetterman he's talking about the population Jesus. of pittsburgh i'm assuming so he's gone cinema full cinema well, no, you can't even say that because Cinema didn't really say she was a progressive. I mean, she did, but she wasn't like supporting progressive policies. Oh, she, like he was. She used to. She used to be like one of those kind of like she was almost like telling that she had one of the most green platforms. She was incredibly progressive. Like she's a really good textbook uh, like track of someone going from hey, by the way, I'm now inside the system and it's deeply lucrative. I can make a lot of money if I do certain things. So I'm going to change all my beliefs and. Vote a completely different way than you'd expect. Jesus.
Yeah, it's it's he unserious. Sucks. He absolutely He's sucks. All, yeah. And then he po- he posted that disgusting meme on Twitter earlier today. Oh Have you seen this? The Drake yeah. meme? Pull it up. Pull it. Is listen. What? You you gotta you gotta see it. He posted I'll try a Drake. He he posted it. Well, it's on his uh fa- is on his Twitter page. Hold on, I, I responded to it too. I was rage tweeting it. Uh, like I saw it, and it just pissed me off. He is he is a, a he's he's a bad person. I'm sorry. No no. This is someone who will never get my support again. I'm uh, you know he's done. He's gone from. This is just a disgusting meme at uh a post think the post in multiple multiple levels. Multiple levels for a sitting U.S. senator post a fucking oh, meme wow. to post a meme, the Drake meme. It, it's it's it takes so many things and demeans them. It demeans women. It demeans uh, uh, victims of sexual assault to turn rape into a meme. It demeans yeah. the people over in the Middle East who are involved in this to turn it into a meme in this way. It is disgusting on so many levels. If you are a serious person trying to dis- uh, discuss extremely serious and sensitive issues, you do not make a fucking internet meme out of it. And do that especially if you're a U.S. senator. Get out of here. This guy's got to go. This guy yeah. is done. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's, it's so incredibly disgusting. Like you can be critical of BDS. You can be like trying to raise the issue of Israeli women being r- raped by Hamas and like wanting to condemn that. And absolutely it should be, but like putting into a meme, are you fucking serious? Like it just so belittles like all of it. And it just, Oh my God, it's so disgusting. It, it belittles the cause that he thinks he's standing for with that meme. Yeah, true. So I, I, yeah, I, I, I hadn't seen that, and I personally wish I wouldn't have seen it because that is that's gross. It's infuriating. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if you all saw, but um, so a prominent uh, scholar from uh, Gaza who is also on on Twitter, like uh, probably all of us uh, follow him, he was killed today by an Israeli mm-hmm. uh, airstrike yeah. on his sister's house. Did you see his last tweet. His yeah, his last tweet he was accusing Biden of genocide. Yeah, I can I can read it out. Um, Yeah, can uh, you? Yeah, so this is Rafat in Gaza was the account or the official uh, account. Um, And yeah, the Democratic Party and Biden are responsible for the Gaza genocide perpetrated by Israel. That's the the last tweet he'll he'll ever make. It was a a doctor who had done a lot of interviews. You probably saw this interview uh, on Democracy Now, where they were actually like recording directly inside, I think, uh, Al Shifa Hospital at the time. And he's just talking about how dire the situation is and how he's lost hope in humanity and all this kind of stuff. It was, it was, uh, it was hard to see. Yeah, it's there's one video. The first video that I saw of him really stood out because he's he's saying like, look, I'm an academic. And I don't have like a weapon, but you know, if the IDF comes into my home, I'm gonna throw my pen at them or something like that. I actually have that video. I don't know if you want to watch it. It's just this this one really like it broke me seeing this news because he's such a like loving person, such a smart person. Just like what a loss. But I'll, I'll go ahead and play the video. Uh, we know that it's very bleak. It's very dark. Uh, there's no way out. Uh, if if there's no water, there is no uh, way out of Gaza. What should we do? Like, drown? Like, commit mass suicide? Is this what Israel wants? And we're not going to do that. And I was telling some somebody, some friend the other day, that 
I am an academic. I probably the toughest thing I have at, at home is an expo marker. But if the Israelis invade, if they charge at us, charge at us, open door to door to massacre us, I'm going to use that marker, throw it at the Israeli soldiers, even if that is the last thing that I would be able to do. Okay. And this is the feeling of everybody. We are helpless. We have nothing to lose. Jesus, and you just hear the bomb go off right mm -hmm. out of the background of that. Yeah, it it's just, it, it's devastating. Um, yeah, this is, and none of this will be acknowledged by these people like, you know, John Fetterman who defended Israel unequivocally no matter what. There's just, there's never an acknowledgement of anything that Israel does when they're like, they're, they're able to tweet and say they're killing us. I just lost X amount of family members. It's just, I, yeah, yeah, it's, this one really fucked me up today. Yeah. Oh, it's, I'm like, the, the thing that gets me is like, you know, it's, there's always this like strain of people being like, where's their Nelson Mandela? Like, where's, where's their like, MLK or Gandhi, like the peaceful person. And like, this was just a peaceful academic who could have like shown like a peaceful way to, to resist and like show a better way for, for Palestinians in Gaza. And like, now he's dead and Hamas is still in the tunnels. So like, what, what, what is like, what really are, are they doing here? Like the, I, like some of the statistics that, that really just get at me is like when they compare the percentage of like how, how bombed out Gaza is right now. And they compare it to like what well, we consider like historically. I think most people consider Dresden as like mm. the like hallmark of like what constitutes indiscriminate carpet bombing of a civilian area, and like the level of bombing in Gaza has not surpassed like the level of of Dresden. And we're like at like Tokyo level like firebombing, and it's just like that puts it in perspective. And there's like satellite images showing the farms like where like. They, like all of it raised completely. And now they're talking about flooding the tunnels and it's like, they're trying to get at Hamas, whatever. But like, the problem is they're going to do it with seawater, which is then going to probably seep into the aquifer. Like it, it's basically, it's, it's salting the earth. Like they're going to make that place uninhabitable. And the, the other, like, I know people have been mocking, um, uh, um, oh my gosh, why am I forgetting her name right now? Uh, um, uh, the... <laughs> Oh my gosh, she's the the climate change activist. Uh, oh, Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. Yeah, thank you. I like or talking Thunberg, about like, whatever. How, how, how do you say her last name? Yeah. As an environmental <laughs> issue, like Mike, Mike was right. We we don't talk about is like in nine eleven, like all the people exposed to all the dust there, like developed cancer and all this stuff years later. And that was like oh, yeah. what, like two buildings or, or several buildings in that media area that that collapsed. Right? You have an entire like piece region. of land and region now that like all these buildings have collapsed there's all of these particulates Particles, not to mention yeah. the lead from all of the shelling which will just oh. leach to the groundwater um like this is just it's it's an environmental catastrophe and that that part never gets talked about right like the, there is no plan for an after because even if israel completely stopped today pulled out of gaza like it would take decades to rebuild gaza even with international assistance and then what was what is there would not be habitable. There'd be so much lead in the soil. There would be so much just 
like they couldn't pull water from the aquifer anymore. Like they could barely do that before. And there's probably who knows how much, like who knows if they're still using asbestos in their building materials. Like, like even if you wanted to build for peace, like you're going to have untold health catastrophes for generations. Yeah. And, and what, what is it now? The number is like 1.8 million Gazans are displaced. 1.8 million out of a population of 2.3 million. And that number is probably growing. Um, and, and not to mention, like people talk about the death toll, but that's not even accounting for the people who are dying, who are like trapped under rubble and the ones who will starve to death. Um, it's just it is such a massive humanitarian catastrophe of such wide proportions that, like, I don't think we're going to fully understand the scale of this uh, until years to come. And it's not even over yet. And our government is uh, complicit. And, and this is one thing that ma- makes me so fucking mad is that Joe Biden is willing to. And I saw somebody tweet this and they they said it more eloquently. They're like, Joe Biden is willing to lose to Trump because he won't tell Netanyahu no. And that's that's where we're at. It's like we have fascism. We're staring down the barrel, and it's because his popularity is being driven down because of his handling of this, and he refuses to change. Like, behind the scenes, they've made, like, some little nudges here and there, but for the most part, they're completely complicit. Like, the bombs that we're giving them are being dropped on Palestinians. Uh, it's just, what a horrible situation. Like, the the more that I think about this, the more, like, doomer I get. Because it's just, there's no there's no winning. And even the the resistance, like, the the protests that we're seeing it doesn't matter if these protesters around the world if they're just like perfectly peaceful there's there's no river to the sea signs all of them are demonized as pro hamas in Mm. fact i I have another clip of uh bill maher he talks about the pro hamas protests across the country uh doesn't even differentiate like first and foremost like are there any pro hamas like actual pro hamas protests going on maybe like at the start on 10/7 you could pinpoint certain examples right there was like the dsa where they were they were celebrating uh, in, in i think it was like new york or something and then there was the, the dsa Chicago. it wasn't the dsa it wasn't the dsa it was a yeah. um, what was it it was a, a protest that was put together by some other organization that the dsa had mm. promoted and there okay. was a speaker there was a speaker or two at the event who uh, spoke in favor of what happened yeah. Um, as right. resistance, and I I disagree with that because right. of the attack on civilians. Uh, you know, as a but that's not somewhat... representative of all right. of these protests. But they right. try to extrapolate from that of and say, oh not. well, BLM Chicago, they had this. We stand with Palestine in a paraglider. So because like some some social media dude of this one chapter did that, then all the protests are tainted. Like there's there's no well, winning. that's the point. That's the there's point. No of it. The point. The point right. of it is to taint everything and change the conversation. I mean, right now we're talking about. Uh, not us right now on the show, but in the mainstream, the big story right now isn't that uh, hundreds of more people just were killed in Gaza. The story right now in the U.S. media is, oh, uh, the presidents of Harvard and other Ivy League schools couldn't uh, condemn anti-Semitism. And they looked really bad uh, in that video with, uh, what's her name? Uh, Republican Stephonic. Rep uh, Stefanik. Oh, Stefanik, right. Um, because, not because Stefanik was so great. She, she, anyone who, any liberal or Democrat aligning with her and seeing and looking at th- those videos and saying, oh, she looks good in that. They're, you're you're complicit. She's the same person who uh, does not care about any of this. She never, um, she backed Trump and after, uh, supported Trump this whole time after January 6th, for example. Um, but uh, the, the, the point of the Ivy League school thing wasn't that it was so bad because um, they wouldn't condemn anti-Semitism. Of course, condemn anti-Semitism. It was so bad because they couldn't, 
speak up. They did not and could not, I guess, speak up to Stefanik and say that what's happening in the examples that Stefanik used was uh, the word intifada is not anti-Semitic. Intifada means uprising. It's not, it's not a call for genocide of Jews. Yeah. And I think one of the things that's been frustrating to me as somebody who like I work on at Harvard and one of the things that's just like completely lost on a conversation is how like how little these people actually give a damn about students on this campus. Because like, it's very obvious, like, yes, like Jewish students oh, feel course. unsafe on campus and they should not feel that way. They should be able to feel safe on campus. I've been helping a lot of Palestinian, Muslim and Arab students who have had their faces posted on the on the doxing trucks, who have been doxed. I th There was a student here um, who got doxed and was receiving calls to, to her personal cell phone, like saying that she should be, be beheaded and raped. And like, this is what has been going on to Palestinian students and Arab and Muslim students on this campus. They have been doxxed, they have been stalked, they have been sent death threats, they've been threatened. And like, we're coming on the heels of, of, of last week, three Palestinian students in Vermont being shot, one now who is permanently um, uh, 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 paralyzed. And, you know, uh, two months ago, the, the six-year-old being stabbed in, in Chicago and like, there's very real violence and threats and harassment occurring on campus. And like it, and none of it, and they never get brought up. It's mm -hmm. only a concern for anti-Semitism. Like, yes, we should be concerned about anti-Semitism, but we should also be concerned about the Islamophobia that is being perpetrated right now and just the open calls for violence. It's just, it's, it's so Cause the, cause, incredibly right, cause the infuriating. Point the point isn't student safety because that again like what we're saying that's not the point this the only people who should care about the whole college campus uh uh stuff that go on even before israel uh and, and palestine in this most recent uh example anyone who cares about that should be people directly involved students who attend parents teachers faculty etc the idea that there are complete news cycles around what happens on a college campus. The majority of fucking people in this country do not care about what happens on a college campus. Why do, why should I care about what happens in a college campus? If I'm not involved, if I don't have a student, if I'm not working there, if I, if you're in that community, I understand why you care about it, but the majority of people are not. And the idea that we have complete news cycles is purposeful and it's not because yeah. those people care about what happens on these college campuses no it's because they get to um they get to uh uh uh, uh spread whatever sort of ideology whatever sort of propaganda they want to spread they get to they get to funnel it through this college campus story i guess in a way of uh, i don't know getting extra sympathy because it's happening to students or something but they do it to 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 focus on their own personal agenda because they don't care about the students. Well, they're they demonizing students ninety percent of the time. They're snowflakes, you know. They're uh, they're too liberal or left. They're commies. Like they they 
they don't like they hate the students so yeah it's all it's all coordinated there's there's certain nerd narratives that are all pushed well they hate they hate they, they hate they hate the students until they all those those few students align with their rhetoric and then those students are being they can silenced. exploit them they're yeah. being silenced and it's dangerous for them to be on campus yeah right bill, bill ackman being the kind of example of this like he he was like the example of them silencing people on campus is like two people who were like anti-trans and i was like because of course like um you know and and i think like a lot of it you know is partially there's kind of two reasons behind this i think is is one of it is it's about power and it's about eliminating like like sources of institutional power that provide a counterweight or or dissent to kind of the 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 ongoing um uh, genocide in gaza and so essentially what they're trying to do is like the reason why they're picking Harvard is because it is like the leading institution in the country. And they want to essentially bully Harvard into cracking down on any, any students, staff or faculty that have any kind of pro Palestinian sentiments and to silence anyone who has those sentiments for fear of essentially being doxxed. I, I can't even tell you the kinds of fears that it is instilled on the student body here. And you know that that's a huge component of it because like why why are we spending all this when there there have been multiple times now in the recent past few months of neo armed neo nazis marching in front of synagogues with like not like with nazi swastika flags right like you want to talk about threads like why why is it like such a fixation on a handful of schools when we have these open neo-Nazis doing this stuff and it's been happening more and more. And the other aspect of this is this is just such a clearly racist attempt to get Claudine Gay, the president of Harvard, booted out as president of the institution. She's the first black president of Harvard, the first black woman president of Harvard. She only started the job in September. She wasn't even on the job for a month before all of this happened, right? And so... You know, it, it, this is so clearly part of it. And like that is the frustrating thing to me. And like already Bill Ackman's going out there and saying that uh, President Claudine Gay is a diversity hire. Like it is just wow. so incredibly demeaning and racist. And like, and this is a guy, Bill Ackman, who defended Elon Musk after he was endorsing great replacement theory and just these vile anti-Semitic tweets. Like, it is just so clear what this is. Yeah, Alejandra, I think, you know, the 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 word you used, meaning, I think that goes across the board when it comes to just uh, muddying up the messages of protests. Um, so if you would like Palestine to be free, therefore you are pro-Hamas. And if you are calling out the Israeli government, therefore you are anti-Israelis. And... That's just gross generalizations that shouldn't be happening for something like this. We can all agree that like what Hamas has done has been awful. It was awful. Palestine should also be free. Like Israel is. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple things can be true at the exact same time. And so if you muddy up what the protest message is, then the method doesn't really matter. It can be as peaceful as all get out. That doesn't matter. And so, yeah, we're, we're, we're seeing this on college campuses all the time where, yeah, uh, Mike, you alluded to this. Like, it's, it's, they're, they're turning out all these liberal kids who are being indoctrinated. And if uh, a conservative mind comes out of it, they're like this ma- maverick who overcame the obstacles in order to 
uh, be independent free thinkers. And like, it doesn't have to be this. Like it really, it really, it really does not. Um, but you know, when you, let, let's be actually, I, just, I, I need to say this. Everybody has bias and agenda and a narrative. We all do. Some are better than others, but we all have that. And so if we're going to come out and say that like college students or even their professors or the president of the university is trying to like lead some revolt against conservatism, it sounds like they got some victim, victim mentality going on that they need to deal with instead of putting it on these individual communities. So it's unfortunate. So Alejandra, I can only imagine what you're going through from time to time because like this sounds awful. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like, you know, I think because I, I, I it's weird because I wear two hats at Harvard. So I'm a, I'm a clinical instructor, but I'm also doing my master's in public administration at the Kennedy School. So I'm also a student. So and it's it's a weird dual role because like, you know, I, I, I'm kind of in these these kind of dual settings. And I think like one of the things that, that just really is just so frustrating for me is, 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 is like someone on this campus is both a student and an instructor is like how much like the, the joy of campus was just completely sucked away. But like, not, not, I don't I think between imagine. students themselves, because especially at Harvard Kennedy School, we have several Israeli students, we have Palestinian students and like, People were talking and like, I went to a, a queer women's meetup, uh, for, like a pan Harvard queer women's meetup. And like, there was uh, uh, someone wearing a kafia and an Israeli person and like just best of friends. Like, it just is, is frustrating because like that to me is more of the reality of the campus. And like all of these outside grifters that aren't on campus, they, they, they or haven't been in decades are just coming in here and just like, stoking division, creating unnecessary just tension to just politicize this and like create more like just unneeded stress on people like who are already going through so much. Like there are so many students on campus that lost family members on, 10th, uh, on October 7th in Israel. And then there are so many people on campus who are continuing to lose family members in Gaza and in Palestine. And like there are so many students carrying so much weight and then to throw gasoline on the fire here from, from just the worst people. It, it's just, it's so infuriating. Yeah. And it's also cynical too, because we all know they don't actually care about the safety of anyone. Like they're trying to talk, talk this up in service of their agenda because like, there's a lot of people who don't feel safe on college campuses. Like when I went to school at uh, Portland state university, it's downtown Portland. Uh, probably at least twice a week, there were pastors yelling at queer people, yelling, uh, you know, anti-LGBTQ plus slurs, anti-trans slurs. And so like, they they never, like these things never get brought up, but they're doing this because they're trying to change the narrative. Like this, and look, this is not just with regard to Israel-Palestine. Like when it comes to the Black Lives Matter protests in 2020, mm. the main thing that they talked about was how violent they were. There were riots. When if you look at all of the protests that occurred, they were disproportionately peaceful. All, like, 93% according to the... 93%, yeah. So every single time there's something that starts to get momentum, they have to co-opt it and demonize it. And these Palestinian protests, like they're not just taking place in the US. It's all over Europe. It's around the world. So mm -hmm. they can't just let that stand. Even Netanyahu apparently was afraid of all of this, uh, these protests that were, that were um, driving down public support for Israel. So this is what they have to do. They have to attack and they have to change the narrative because... These protests, you know, they're 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 counter to what they want. 
But did you hear, Mike, that apparently uh, we've been radicalized by watching TikTok, that for every 30 minutes of TikTok, you become 17% more pro-Hamas. And that's science. And we can't deny that now, that, I mean, now that we know. I wish you didn't say that. I don't want to deny science on this platform. But that is... <laughs> I, was all over, I was all over TikTok today, so I'm, I'm, I'm pretty deep into it now. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like all of the cooking videos that I watch, I also get a lot of French bulldog videos recommended on my feed. I haven't felt anti-Semitic after watching that, but I do watch a lot of them. So maybe I'm not even like realizing it. But um, yeah, like, it, it, isn't it? I was listening to the uh, GOP debate at the gym yesterday and I'm just like sitting there like, man, it's a, it must be so liberating to just like make something up so you can sound smart. Like you don't have to do any fact check. Like it doesn't have to be grounded in reality. You just make shit up. Don't have to spend time researching or trying to learn about anything. You just say what the fuck you want to say. And that moment like was was the quintessential example of conservatives just making shit up, pulling stuff out of their ass to sound smart. But I feel like with that one, she went too far. Right. Where oh, it's like there, there's no there is a there is a I am pretty sure I know this the study that she was um uh Oh, is it a real is it a real thing? Oh yeah, yeah. There was a real study, um, specifically in terms of uh, I brought it up on the, the majority report earlier today. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Um, give me a second. It's it's I so flawed. That, it's yeah, it's Musk touted as well. That was like saying that like oh th that Twitter's the least anti-Semitic platform or something because they like oh yeah. Here we go. Yep, I found it. Hold on. Um, yeah, you the, pull the numbers say the, a different story when it comes. Yeah, to you want to pull this up in the uh, yeah. Pull this up on the screen. Also, I just saw Aragonian Bums comment. I, I'm sorry, I forgot about your emotes. Uh, I do like them. I haven't, uh, I haven't been able to reply yet. I'm so sorry, but that's a that's a side point. Um, okay, let me pull this up here. Uh... Sorry for leaving for so long. By the way, I had to let my dog back in because my partner's out right now. So, Chico's, dare you. Uh, Chico's joined us in, in one way or another. Oh, hi, Chico. Yeah, exciting. Stuff. Could you zoom in? Uh, yes. Give me one sec. More. More! <laughs> How's that? That's good. Okay. Uh, so, so I, I, uh, this, uh, this startup or tech guy, he's a tech investor, whatever. What else is new? Surprise, surprise. Tech person with bad opinions on something. Um, <laughs> Anthony uh, Goldblum. Uh, posts, a new survey suggests TikTok is a meaningful driver of a surge in anti-Semitism. Hashtag TikToksic. Spending at least 30 minutes a day on TikTok increases the chances a respondent holds anti-Semitic or anti-Israel views by 17% compared with 6% for Instagram and 2% for X. Now, if you look at that graph and what he said just there in that little uh, paragraph where he tried, where he's, uh, he's setting the stage, his own personal summary there, the graph that he put together here says the relationship between platform usage and anti-Semitic slash, slash anti-Israel views. I mean, that says it all right there. The conflation of anti-Semitic and anti-Israel views. It's one, it's one thing to, in, in, according to this, uh, this pr presentation of the survey. Uh, if you look, TikTok, way higher than Instagram and X when it comes to anti-Semitic slash anti-Israel views. And again, if it's not, I'm not making it clear enough with my uh, sarcasm. I want to make it completely clear here. Oh. Anti-Semitism is not equivalent to anti-Israel or anti-Zionist sentiment. Well, to them, those it's are, one of the same. Those are two completely distinct things. Well, here's the thing, though. The actual data that he's pulling it from was posted on GitHub. 
like the raw data. So we have the questions that were specifically asked. And the survey actually did make that distinction. And you could pull this up. Uh, a, a guy by the name of Colin Frazier, he did a, a, a very... Oh, and by the way, uh, Anthony Goldblum's presentation there, if you go down his tweet thread, um, his summary gets to the conclusion that TikTok needs to ban the free Palestine hashtag because it's the equivalent to the white lives matter hashtag or oh. other whites or other white supremacist hashtags in the sense of it spreading anti-Semitism. Free Palestine should be banned on TikTok according to this guy. Oh actually and let he, me pull that back up. There's a yes. he shows that. Well I I they give, they, they, he gives away the game of what the point of this is. Put the put the data in such a way so you can argue. Not notice he didn't he couldn't find anything into. There's no like big anti-Semitic hashtag going on. There's no uh what what's that racist 4chan meme the uh the the the, the excuse me the anti-Semitic 4chan meme the merchant or whatever the the stupid thing 4chan loves. It's not hashtag. Uh, the anti-Semitic 4chan meme. No, it's free Palestine, free Gaza. I stand with Palestine. He wants now go back, go back to see what he he says here. This is um, um, because that's not the tweet I want you to highlight. Go down. You're going too fast. Go up. Okay, sorry. That one right there. Oh, okay. Third from the bottom. In the past, TikTok has taken action on White Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, Letter to America. There are a series of hashtags starting with Free Palestine that, like White Lives Matter, sound innocuous but are endangering young Jews. Those hashtags should go. First of all, the fact that this guy thinks White Lives Matter sounds innocuous says everything you need to know <laughs> right. about him. I'll tell you right now, it is not innocuous. It is not analogous to free free Palestine whatsoever. And the idea that his first go-to is to say, we need to ban the free Palestine hashtag on TikTok, should be raising red flags to you on what this guy, what his deal is here. What is his agenda here? And now another guy, I put, dropped the, um, the, um, the Twitter link for this one. A guy by the name of Colin Frazier, he looked at the raw data. Now, he didn't do uh, – there's a lot more to be done with this raw data. I still got to fully look into it. And Colin Frazier admits he just looked at a few questions here uh, and plotted them on a graph of his own. But when you actually break it down by the questions asked in this survey and don't smush all the anti-Semitic and anti-Israel uh, sentiment together into one thing and just label it all anti-Semitic, you find – that TikTok is actually at the bottom of the ones that he plotted here, which he plotted in, in his graph. He plotted Twitter and he plotted um, TikTok and he plotted um, uh, television, which is a we don't know the data. The raw data just says television. It doesn't <laughs> describe what I'm assuming cable news. Who knows if it's Fox News, MSNBC or whatever. But the point yeah, of the matter is a pretty uh, all-encompassing term. Right. <laughs> just, but the, but the point. Right. But even if you sorry, disregard sorry. the television data and just look mm -hmm. at the comparison of right. Twitter and TikTok, can you zoom into this gra these graphs here? Because it's too far away, Mike. Let me try. Enhance. How's that? I don't know if I can get bigger than that because it'll... Okay, so the first question up there, um, and now I should say the the Y is percentage that agree with the statement, and the X axis 
is the amount of time, the self-reported time spent. So if you look at all these graphs, what you're looking at is as time goes on, how many people uh, agree with, how many more people agree with the statement or how many less people agree with the statement? Like does, does being on a plat, one of these platform, being on one of these platforms more, does spending more time on one of these platforms, does it make you start to agree more with these statements or agree less with these statements. And uh, some of these ones are compared to other groups, Jewish people have too much power in the media. I would say that's obviously an anti-Semitic sort of uh, trope right there. Uh, the green line, by the way, is TikTok. So if you'll see, the more time you spend on TikTok, it actually goes down. People are more likely to agree with that statement less as they spend more time on TikTok. And if you look, the more time spent on television or on Twitter, the line actually goes up. It even goes up more for television than it does for Twitter. If you look at this next statement uh, in the survey, Jewish people talk about the Holocaust just to further their political agenda. Clearly anti-Semitic. If you look, TikTok, once again, the more time you spend on there, the less likely you are to agree with that sentiment. Television just goes straight up. The line goes straight up. And for um, Twitter, the line shoots up and then it goes down just a little bit as you spend more time on Twitter. But it's still more people agree with that sentiment than people who watch television. And then for, I'll give you another example. Jewish people chase money more than other people do. Clearly anti-Semitic. TikTok, once again... So interestingly enough, TikTok is actually higher than the others, but as you spend, starts higher than the others, but as you spend more time on TikTok, you agree with that sentiment less than as you spend more time watching television or more time on Twitter, you agree with that sentiment more. So I don't know where, like, this guy has to be basically using <coughs> just the criticism of Israel data to somehow come across, come out of this with the, the previous guy I'm talking about, with his graph that shows that TikTok is more anti-Semitic or <laughs> because there's no way, there's no way. You could just look at all these questions as it goes down the, the, the row here and it just, TikTok's at the bottom of all of these. Wow, can I just say really quick, um, I stand corrected. I apologize to Nikki Haley. I thought she straight up pulled those numbers out of her ass, but she's oh, basing no, but it she on pulled something. It out of a... Yeah, but she pulled it out of a, out a piece of propaganda. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. She also, didn't just make it up. I'm I'm pleasantly surprised, honestly. But yeah, th this data is. Uh, it, I think it does speak for itself. Also, and you know, I think uh, you know, I think it's uh, 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 just because she brought it up in this way. We know that her daughter spends time on TikTok, and that's her daughter's right. I have no interest in bringing up her daughter, and I thought Vivek was wrong for doing that the last time. But if you're going to bring up TikTok and attack TikTok and say spending more time on TikTok makes you anti-Semitic, how much time does you, do you let your kids spend on TikTok, and Nikki Haley? Are they walking out of there being anti-Semitic? Because if your daughter's not anti-Semitic, then clearly there's an aberration here in this, <laughs> this survey, this study. Yeah, I, I mean, I think so much of this, like what I said earlier, is like we're uh, liberals are, are one moral panic away from from going. Full I'm gonna have to use that. <laughs> and I'm like, the moral panic right now around TikTok. I mean, this is just kind of the latest thing to attack it. But like, you know, there, there's like first, it, it, it's it's always like it, they they bring up whatever the topic du jour is. But like earlier this year was like, the Communist Party of China is using this to mold young minds into like 
like doing whatever they want and so don't forget um, the osama bin laden scandal where apparently everyone was praising osama oh bin laden's God. letter and then i looked up the article on cnn it said dozens it, it's like it's still up you but, can see the first letter says dozens i was like this is not hundreds not a thousand this trend was literally like 12 or one more people right but, like but yeah, but but e even with that though all the examples in the media were like screenshotting the same like four or five people yeah i know three or four and these yeah. were like, and, then, and then there were, were like, hundreds responding videos making fun of them way more videos right. making fun of them than there were right. like you know people which probably like which probably was counted in those dozens a few of those were probably at least a few of those were counted in those dozens of videos i call it mm -hmm. the tide pods effect um because wh what it is is like <laughs> oh, <the> media, yeah. <laughs> it's like the media gets obsessed with something that like they pull like one or two examples it's like when you see like sometimes they're like people are tweeting about this and it's like a tweet with like 10 likes mm -hmm. and you're like okay and like so they pull out one or two examples and they obsess over it like the tide pods thing they're like kids are eating tide pods and like there was no discernible difference in like poison uh center control data and then like after all those news stories happened people actually did start like like, like eating tide pods because they were like because the 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 awareness of it actually like increased and this is exactly what happened with yasher ali doing this right oh, like right. he he put this out there from like a hand like three or four videos and then suddenly made it seem like it was a tiktok trend which it hadn't and like here's here's the other thing that's frustrating to me right because pre-elon right like pre-elon twitter if this had happened on twitter you could have gone through the api tools you could have broken out second by second like when people were tweeting about something and broken down the trends in an API. And you could have had a disinformation researcher in a day come up with a report and say like, this is where this originated. This is like, there are no equivalent tools for TikTok, mainly because of the, the, the difficulty in like analyzing video content, but also there just aren't, there isn't that transparency. And so we can't know whether or not this was like really a trend, although some people have looked into it and there really wasn't any videos. And then, basically there were dozens dozens of yeah. and then what ended up happening <laughs> is that yash ali like highlighted this so then what did everyone do they went to TikTok, searched mm -hmm. for these videos and then the algorithm being like well everyone's searching for these videos suddenly starts promoting this and it's like oh my god this is a self-fulfilling prophecy and mm -hmm. it, it is just hackery on such a level and like yeah and so it's it's like it's that part right and so then now we get to the, the study and it's like they're looking for any reason to ban tiktok mm -hmm. and this is just like the latest reason and it's like it's not tiktok that is like indoctrinating young kids into being like anti-israel or or whatnot like this is just like everything else is reflective of like what they believe right and right. it's just it's so it's so kids incredible. have eyes too right like every single person is waking up and it doesn't matter what social media you use could be snapchat could be like instagram like you are just seeing a whole bunch of horrifying atrocities you never thought you'd see in your lifetime and then the next day it tops those and you're like oh i saw something worse than i ever thought i could out of the fathom scene so like if everyone's experiencing that obviously i think that's probably driving a lot more sentiment to something's wrong than some insidious chinese ai you know at the end of the day right they yeah. just refuse they just refuse to uh, uh possibly believe or they're trying to hide the fact that they know that this is why and they don't want it to be spread and shared online they just refuse to to believe that um people have these sort of anti-zionist or anti-israel views 
uh, because of, um, I don't know, the actions of Israel. Like yeah, the right. idea that you wouldn't, the, the idea that young people who we already, we already, they already mock them as being woke, right? So they already know that they have this ideology, right? They already know that these are, this is a, a generation or a group of people or, or a generation of people who already care about injustice. Uh, they care about uh, people uh, being displaced. They care, uh, displaced, uh, excuse me. They care about marginalized groups. They care about all these sorts of injustices in the world. They already mock them for it. So they already uh, know this is how they feel. And then a situation happens where that ideology, they know they have, that those generation has, um, will align with the group of people uh, who are being bombed. And instead of just admitting that this is what's going on, they got to believe something else. They got to believe something else. So this whole, they've been, they've been pumping up this whole time the rhetoric that young people are woke. Young people are woke because that's what served them before. But now that young people are woke, and that means that they have a logical reason to be pro-Palestine and uh, anti-Zionist. Now it's, oh, we walked ourselves in a corner, backed ourselves into a corner here, but we can't admit it. So no, the app is doing it to them. China, the chi the China-owned app is doing it to them. They can check off a number of boxes there. They hit all their, their talking points. But this is the logic they have. This is what we're seeing right now. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's entirely it. And I, I think one of the most frustrating things for me is like, Gen, Gen Z is, by all like the traditional markers of like how you look at generations, like going to like, highest rates of education, right? Graduating high school, going to college, getting a college education, lowest rates of teen pregnancy, like all the traditional markers that we look at, like for like, are the kids okay? Other than like, if you look at mental health, they are not okay. But like those other things that but like- no, it most, is. Lowest <laughs> rates, we live in. <laughs> lowest, lowest rates of alcohol use, drug, drug use, all of those things. It like out of all of the generations. So like, otherwise, like, it seems like they're coming out okay. And so now this is a thing like they have to panic about because they can't panic about, oh, are the kids drinking too much? Are they having too much underage sex? Are they having like too many teenage pregnancies? Like none of those they're things. They're worried about them not having enough sex. They're, they're like, oh, have you seen this study? This is a sexless generation. What is going on? I was like, well, oh, right. Geez, you got to pick a lane. Come on. What is My it? God. Abstinence or did you want them to all be like, fucking, what do you want? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like since the times of Plato, it's like, the elders have to like say kids these days and it's mm. oh god it's so frustrating i i have to run but uh it's been wonderful joining yeah you. tell us we tell were, us we, where we, were we just can about find to talk you. about gta 6 we never talked about gta 6 <laughs> yeah. i can't believe it we missed it this whole time <laughs> it's gone woke <laughs> yeah i heard <laughs> the woke mind virus has infected grand theft auto uh. Uh, um <laughs> Yeah, you can find me on on Esquire on all all social media thread uh, E S Q U E R uh, underscore. You can find me on Blue Sky Threads, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, you name it, all under the same handle. Um, yeah, and that was unfortunate we didn't get to talk about Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a fun one. I have a video coming out about that tomorrow, uh, specifically oh, nice. about the transvestigations of the main character because that's that's it's not a Thanks, big Keemstar. thing, Good but it's a Keemstar. thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even video game characters aren't safe from the transvestigators, but. <laughs> mm -hmm.
the only thing I really hope, like as someone who's from Florida, because it looks like they might actually include like Tampa and Miami and like Naples and Fort Lauderdale. Like it's mm. like it's gonna be a huge map. I don't know. This is like the alleged leak map. Anyways, but right before I go, the one thing I hope they have is like some kind of like satirical version of Ron DeSantis. Like, <laughs> I really, really hope because they put in like all these other news stories, right? That like are taking yeah, real things. Out. Like, yeah, yeah, the woman uh, with the hammers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they they have to have like a version of Ron DeSantis in this, and I and, like I cannot wait for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they will, and Elon Musk. I think they already had an Elon Musk. Yeah, there is an Elon Musk. Musk. That's been leaked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Avon something. Avon, yeah. Avon. No, yeah. I think that was in the previous one, wasn't it? It, it was, was five, a... right? Yeah. It was five online, oh, so it wasn't like right. in the yeah. single player, and it like hmm. was in 2017. So I was like, I had already checked out. Like I, I didn't do the online <laughs> stuff just because like. <laughs> Yeah, I never got it, into it too. Avon hurts. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's... It, it, it's so clearly him. It's like he's even obsessed with like an AI neural network that calls him daddy, and like you just see what's him do what he's doing with Grok, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> they predicted this six years ago. Like, <laughs> wow. Okay, I have to go. I'll see you. You take right. care. It's nice talking Bye, to Leandro. you. Yeah, yeah, it was great so to have coming. you. Thanks. Take care. Yeah. The, okay. So you all, of course, probably saw the Elon Musk Grand Theft Auto tweet, right? I mean, uh, oh, the the the, the pathetic yes. one with Ian Miles Chong about how he, he doesn't want to do crime. I I can't shoot police officers. It's scary in video games. There's <laughs> yeah. so much real world crime. There's so much shit on that guy's rap sheet. I was like, you tried to bribe your subordinates for sexual favors with horses. With a You've with had, a like, horse, you can't just yeah with, with a horse. With, yeah, with a horse, with a horse. Yeah, horses, fucking economic style. He's oh uh, what got so many malpractice lawsuits for how dangerous his working conditions are for. How <laughs> racist his plants are you know he's been sued by multiple people of color for being incredibly racist in his plants he's killed people like unintentionally like you know by virtue of making the ai driven cars that have what i think they've killed 40 people so far uh, i haven't mentioned the thousands of animals he's tortured you know like not just monkeys by the way he's tortured like all kinds of other animals and pets to try and make Lural link work and all this kind of stuff like the guy is is it's not a great dude it's a monster that, but but he won't play GTA because he doesn't want to do crime. Crime in a but but then them reviews yeah. are going to come in for GTA Six, and he's just going to be like shooting the plane. <laughs> this is oh, so yeah. sad. <laughs> but he's having so much fun. <laughs> God, yeah, yeah. I I don't believe him. I actually think he did play it and enjoyed it, but he's just pandering. Like that's that's my theory sure. on this because I mean. Come on, like every time do you see a fucking cop get shot in a movie? Are you like, oh, I'm turning this off. I'm taking a stand. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, who believes that shit? And Miles Ian Chong, same thing. Like, did you see the community notes as oh, he responded? So He's like, yeah. well, I'm so glad that it's only optional in Cyberpunk 77. Actually, yeah. he wrote over 150 articles when he worked for Gamer Ranks about Grand Theft Auto. I think it, it was actually, like, I think it was actually over 255. Oh, 255 and frequently I talked about killing cops and going on crime sprees. Yeah. Jesus was, Christ. Uh, yeah. It, was, uh, called out. It's it's so childish, but I to even say that it's like children understand more that it's it's not real. Like it's not a real thing. It's a video game. You're shooting at pixels. Uh just yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Uh, I've done some wild shit in GTA and I'm not a psychopath, so 
I can attest I think, to that. I think all the freakouts about it have been totally unwarranted. People have said that uh, they're upset that a single mother is the protagonist, and I was like, why? <laughs> In what world is that a... Why is that a problem? I don't know. All right, fine. You, you, I mean, me being raised by a single mother, if there's anybody that's a hero, it would be a single mother, but... Yeah, no, you don't want to promote that, I guess, or something. I heroes. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't play GTA, and honestly, I don't spend a lot of time on Twitter, but I did see that there was BBLs in the game, so there was that. That's the only thing I have to <laughs> <Right. Twitter. laughs> But that pissed a lot of people off, too. They, they were like, oh, this is like going to promote sexuality to children. And I was like, it's not for children. This is a product for adults. But And, and yeah. Jason Hinkle called it Zionist randomly. He's like, this Zionist, yeah. these Zionists at Rockstar, they're promoting this degeneracy. That was the funniest and dumbest shit I've ever seen on Twitter. And like Twitter is, there's somebody says I'm beating up on elderly in GTA. No, I don't do that. I don't attack the elderly NPCs. <laughs> Uh, but it's funny you think that. No, um, no, it's just the the moral panic over this game is so funny. And like we just saw one trailer. Uh, so now when we're in this climate where people are really trying to go out of their way to be outrageous and say stupid things to get engagement, like can you imagine when the release of the game comes out? Like it's going to be a shit show, but it's going to be funny. Uh, it's just ridiculous. I think people are planning. Like they they're going to set up what they are going to say. Was uh, uh, 2025, right? Is that when yeah, the game is coming out? 2025, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's that's a, a lot of time to plan some stupid stuff to say with some fake moral <laughs> outrage. So, oh, yeah. Some fake problems to have. Yeah. Yeah, Jackson, not Jason. Sorry. Okay, thanks for correcting me, Johnny. Um, yeah, yeah. he was doing all this banned GTA 6. It's like pornography and all this kind of stuff. And I, I was like, there's nothing in the trailer that he wasn't doing a year ago on Twitch. He had hot tub streams, you know, with like, you know, with women in bikinis and stuff. Like, it's just it's just hypocrisy because he, he makes he makes a lot of money. I know degeneracy. I know filth. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah, it uh, it's it's brain rotting. But what are you going to do? Play GTA so... 6. I'm going to play GTA 6. God, I'm so excited. I'm mad that it's not coming to PC right away, but I will get it on PS5. I would like a PC version, ideally. But it's okay. I'll get my degeneracy anyway. I could take it. (laughs) And also, Kissinger is still dead. So that's other. That's true. That's slightly slightly positive. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you feel down, just remember oh, yeah, he's dead. (laughs) Cambodia. Um, Yes. Yeah. Just uh never mind. Never mind. No, say it. Say it. No. <laughs> no, my kid, my parents could watch this. I just uh, and my cat my cat's right there. I wasn't as a little When I when I use my projecting voice, she's always back there. She's like a producer on the show or something like that. Like she's always in the back of my YouTube channel and stuff like that when I talk like this. So I would just say Cambodia, and I'll just leave it there when you're talking about that human. Oh, my gosh. Google it. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Okay. There were so many people, like, kissing him goodbye. And, like, I know <laughs> we, it's, a, it's a thing we do with the dead. You know, we want to be respectful. But, like, y'all weren't doing that with the dead Cambodians. And, of course, you yeah. weren't. And, like, okay. So, that's it. That's it. Right there. All right? You got it. You got it. Right there. We're going to... Leave me at that because I, I think if there's one person, everyone should get a pass and not be like tone policed for like you know criticizing the fact that it's probably a better thing for him not to be around. It's it's Kissinger, right? It's, least, yeah, 
I got I got yelled at for saying fuck the queen when the queen died. People got so mad at that, and I was like, what? He's like, do you not? Okay, fine. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, people are yeah. really weird about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I don't I don't get it. But like with Kissinger, I feel like all of these like these feelings you have about death and respecting the dead, like Kissinger should just automatically there should be something in your brain where it's like, oh well, I don't mean him, of course. Like just obviously right. he is right. the exception where it's we can celebrate. We can yeah. piss on his grave, shit on his grave, laugh at his family. Even I would argue, it's just it's it's fun, you know. Uh, laugh at his family grieving. Right? To be clear, not them dying. I don't know if they're bad people, but if they loved him, maybe they are. I don't know. <laughs> and not to go down that. But, you, know. you are you are digging up rapidly, sir. <laughs> I, I, can't, I go each time. No, but like it should, there should really be an exception for him. Well, that's exactly why I had to stop myself. I'm like, I'm gonna say something crazy. But we live in a country where uh, the the gravesite of Fred Hampton and Emmett Till they had to get uh, bulletproof grave markers because people keep shooting them. I saw that. I saw but that. we have yeah. to be kind to a warmonger like that's mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, yeah. if that's the rule, I don't, I'm not gonna break the rule. Just come on now. Like at least have some consistency here. But you know, what do I know? I'm my, I'm. Loving my cat over here on the ottoman. I don't know anything. That's all I know. My cat. <laughs> Cambodia. One more time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just say Wild Cambodia. Street. We know it's on your heart. Yeah. Yeah. We know exactly. <laughs> the, and also the uh, the famous quote from Anthony Bourdain about Cambodia. Uh, Cambodia. I think that that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Once you've seen once you've seen the perfect. killing fields, you'll never want to like strangle another human more. And I right. and I, I I have never wished like death upon my enemies. I don't do that. There's a very big difference between after someone's gone being like it's probably a good thing they're not around. They were pretty bad, you know. That's not me saying like I suddenly believe in capital punishment. I'm just saying yeah, it's probably right. a good thing because just not around to keep doing any more evil. That's that's all. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's my because like yeah, we, we, you know we're all leftists. I don't support capital punishment. Ooh. I do make an exception for Henry Kissinger. Like if he were to go <laughs> to the Hague, uh, I I would support. The you know the outcome of that trial, which you know didn't happen though. So, yeah, yeah, just yeah. I I feel like it's important that we that we express these things. It's it's healthy because if we are just like oh well you know he's gone now so it doesn't matter. No, the legacy that he left was brutal. You know and so and, and and important to explain to people so that exactly in the future, you can be seen as that's bad, right? Like this this shouldn't be stuff that we venerate someone for. Like and, and not even right. try to do that whole like, well, we have to take the good with the bad. There's there were some positives, you know, opening up China's like, you know, no, no, we don't need to do this. We should just explain just the the the, the gravity and the impact a single humans in some cases and other cases collaborations, yeah. but can can have uh, on the world, you know. Yeah, exactly. For years it, too. Most people are complicated. You know, m most of us we're not just perfectly good people, perfectly bad people. I think most people are mostly good, but like when it comes to Henry Kissinger, there's just, there's no gray area there. He's just he is a monster who is responsible for millions of deaths, and I think that you know, clutching our pearls about uh, people laughing at him dying and doing the crab dance song or playing the crab dance song, like that's let them let them have this moment, okay? If they weren't celebrating a monster's death, I would be more worried, honestly, because oh, it yeah. shows that like we care about, uh, we actually do care about deaths, you know. Despite laughing at this one, uh, we care about the millions that he caused, and I think that's mm. really important. So like, let let us have this, okay? Stop clutching your pearls, people. We're gonna and we're gonna do it anyway, even if you do clutch your pearls. We're gonna laugh at this and celebrate it. So. Yeah, the the glow. I will admit the glow is fading. Like after he died, I had like a glow for like a week, just like walking around with some extra pep in my step. I, it is diminishing, but then I thought about it and got happy again. So, yeah. 
But with that being said, I'm about to go to bed because I am before getting you before you leave, Jeff, I just want to say I watched your video uh, on, uh, you know, analytics and YouTube and stuff. I'm not trying to hash out drama or anything, but I thought it was really, really good. It reminded it's me amazing. a ton of like when I was starting out in the industry, you were actually really technical and talking about how you do just often get exploited. And I was like, this is a really great breakdown first POV of someone who's gone through this because I did the same thing. And yeah, there's a lot of places where it's like, oh, you're up and coming. You want to start out. You got to, you know, uh, get the metrics and all that kind of stuff. And I don't think some people realize how much of it is based on like produce, produce get out there get better yeah. metrics and even if you're like i i do have really good metrics look at my two top videos right it's like that's not enough more and more and so i thought that was really good it was like it was a really great breakdown of it well i i, I greatly appreciate that especially coming from your background and everything that y'all currently do because again it was it was statistically insignificant i will say this but there was a number of people who were just determined to misunderstand what i was trying to say again mm -hmm. for that specific company i'm not even gonna say who it is right now um i wish them well i hope i do better but and there were times where like I, I felt like I couldn't make videos that I was really caring about or passionate about because ones about Marjorie Taylor Greene or Lauren Boebert, who don't deserve the press, might get me more views. And that's just the reality of what's going on. Me being a freelancer, let's just be honest, I was a revenue generator for the company. That's what it is. I recognize that in myself. I, I was OK with that. I signed up for it. And, you know, so when things started to go downhill, I think what what bothered me the most is that none of the people that were along the ride with me didn't say like, hey man, I think we aren't marketing you the way we ought to be or should be. Because I said, as I said in the video, I made the content, I turned it into them. All of you know how important thumbnail and titles are. I didn't do that. And so when things, when I, when things were going well, I credited them. Like I, I did that consistently over my almost two years there, I made very similar content. And so when things went well, I credited them. But when things started not to go well, I didn't hear anything. And I didn't get mm -hmm. reciprocated the feelings that I gave to them, especially uh, it was last summer when my, my numbers dipped. And I was like, yo, I need to start making some videos for the, uh, for the audience, because I think I know who the audience was. And things went well. And then when I continued doing that and things didn't go well, no one stepped in and said like, hey man, you're doing your stuff. I don't know what the problem is. And so, again, Lance, I, I greatly appreciate that, man, because, like, you know, people who were determined to misunderstand me made it seem like I was trying to, like, ruin the company or something like that. And uh, so I, never, I never even saw it. I never even saw it as a drama video in any way. Like, I know you instantly yeah, would think that just by clicking on the typo. But, like, I was like, this is just a really honest breakdown of how hard, like, the crunch can be and how demanding mm -hmm. it can be. And, and you know, and how you much have to when, like, constantly feed the algorithm. Yeah, I exactly. Thought, yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, uh, I think half of the video is me just talking about the role of a freelancer because I didn't yeah. know before mm -hmm. I got involved. And so anybody who watches that video, hopefully they can say, oh, that's what it's like to uh do your own stuff versus some uh work for another company and it's difficult it's not easy stuff at all so again i thank you i'm for one i'm glad people are watching it but uh, I'm, I'm glad you said that because like after a couple you know i strategically i put the video out on thanksgiving morning because i was like well people are going to do stuff so come and watch jeff and uh you know my wife was like oh like have you seen the comments and i'm like no and she's like about to go fight people <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! People. Oh, there he is. Oh, uh, oh okay. Else to pass you by. 
I, I was um, like, if you are if you are leaving to go to bed, uh, plug all your, your, your yeah. Let people like know that. where they yeah. can find you because you have a YouTube yeah. channel. You're posting videos, and it's amazing content. Mm, thank you. Um, I have a YouTube channel called We Gonna Be All Right. Um, I just did a video earlier today about. I made a video about rap music earlier this in the summer, and then people told me that rap music glorifies crime, and so I I I, I talked about the Menendez brothers. I talked about all the movies made for Jeffrey Dahmer, all the movies made for Ted Bundy, all the movies made for Bonnie and Clyde, all this glorifying we do of crime and criminals in this country to where certain ones become famous. But y'all want to talk about rap music? I mean, okay, kind of seems like rap music. We're very aware of the fact that like this country really likes true crime. And so mm -hmm. even if I'm not into gun toting, I will pretend like I'm into that just to sell you records. So that video came out today. Again, my YouTube channel is called We're Gonna Be All Right. I, I'm so thankful for anybody who's gonna watch it. Um, I <laughs> go subscribe. Everyone. Yes, please. Go, please. go sub, go thumbs up, go comment. Do all the yeah. Things. All right that now. stuff. And right now. Um, I, so I will do this before I go. It will be a, uh, a leftist mafia uh, exclusive. I get access every day. My architect knows Japanese is a lyric from a childish Gambino song. I don't have an architect. I don't think I know anybody who knows Japanese. It is a, it is a, a rap <laughs> song that I like. When I signed up to be on Rebel HQ, I was going to be like a fake news anchor. And so one thing I said to myself was like, if I'm a fake news anchor, I'm going to need a news anchor sign off. And I bring hip hop everywhere with me. And so it was just a weird lyric that I wanted to say to people. And so for the people who knew where it came from, it was a nod to them. And for the people who refused to Google it, it would just be the mess with them. But now there are people who are like, oh, you're boasting about having an ar architect? How dare you? Oh, my, and I'm my like, God. <laughs> and I'm like, That's a weird cancellation. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm a freelancer and a YouTuber. You think I have an architect? <laughs> How much do you think? Let alone a like, multilingual one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, like, yeah, you think I got a polyglot architect? Like, no, how much do you think AdSense is paying me? So, <laughs> leftist mafia exclusive. So, chop okay. that up and send it out to people. No, it doesn't mean anything deeper than it's a childish Gambino song called uh, Sweatpants. It is no reference to anything else. I just wanted to mess with people, but apparently, I've angered a lot of people. So, <laughs> leftist mafia exclusive, much. baby. <laughs> yes, yeah, but hey, thank y'all so much for having me. Um, fans of y'all are fans of mine, and they were in my comment section saying like how good it would be for us to uh, to connect. So I'm glad that finally happened. Yeah, absolutely. We'd be happy to have you back anytime too. Always, always happy to bring on cool people, and you're a cool person. And everybody, you better go subscribe right now. There's 1,200 people watching, so Jeff better have at least a thousand new subs. Okay, and I say that because everyone else should already be subscribed. So. Everyone else should always, yeah, already be subscribed. But for the new people, you are more than welcome. And thank y'all so much. Y'all have a good one. Yeah, you take that was care. Great. Thank you for coming Bye. on. That was awesome. Uh, before you guys start super chats, could I just? Uh, I, I got a piece out because I got to take Chico for a walk. Yeah. Can I quickly say? Everybody, we want to do an awesome clip show for y'all. I know we had the one-year anniversary right. episode. Technically, mm -hmm. it was the last episode, so we actually just like spaced out on that. So mm -hmm. every single one of you. 
send me your favorite clip from the leftist mafia it can be from the first episode or this one that you just watched send me your favorite clips all you got to do is give me a timestamp of where to find it in a link of a youtube channel or whatever just give me a link with a timestamp so i can find it i'll compile them all just go to wearesurfs.com wearesurfs.com there's an email place you can just send links there uh just click on contact email me and i'll, I'll throw them into a compilation video for the start of the the next episode to, to celebrate all right so, yes, so pick your yeah. favorite episodes send them to me and uh, we'll, we'll all have a good laugh. You don't yes, got to send the uh, you don't got to send the uh, Harry Potter uh, sorting cap uh, <laughs> <laughs> clip because that <laughs> that's already on the that's already there. That's I, I think I know I know it was early that's, on. That's been I think choice. It, I think it downplays <laughs> the rest of what we've done because we peaked we peaked too early. We peaked too early. Uh, that's, that's the problem. Right. That's <laughs> yeah, four twenty was a fun episode too. So you could look there. <laughs> The first couple of episodes, I think, were great. Uh, Harry Potter, of course, number one favorite clip of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Uh, I love you both. I'll see you soon. Uh, I got to go. God bless you. Bye. Take care. Peace, All right. Are we ready? Now, here's one problem. I need you to do it because when I left the studio, I lost all the comments that came before it. So I don't oh, see it in okay. my. So you got to uh, do okay. all the ones that aren't mine. I won't know when you're coming up to them. Mm, okay. Okay. No problem. Well, the first one here. Oh my God! This is a huge super chat from Wanda. Wanda, my goodness, fifty-two dollars. You did not have to do this, Wanda. You're so sweet. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's a, that's right. great, Wanda. My goodness. Congratulations to Mike and Leftist Mafia on the one-year anniversary. You have had an amazing year sharing your content with integrity, laughter, so much fun. Much love to the LM crew. Wanda, you are so, that is so kind of you. Thank you so, God, that that's so sweet. Thank you, Wanda. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, Let's see here. We have Parker. This is going to be for you. Um. Okay, you missed a lot. There were ones that came in before that. Um, oh, I don't have that. All right, I see uh a post from tokyo hans oh i remember said, tokyo yeah that's not showing up for me all right did you leave the did you leave the um well wait is the tokyo part? hans one that you're referring to rfk is that what it's about no no oh so this is tokyo, a different one okay tokyo hans with five thousand yen missed the last leftist mafia kissinger is dead two things came to mind one can't use my kissinger must be turning in his grave gag knowing full well he was still alive. And two, Mitch McConnell must be turning in his grave at the fact that Kissinger outlived him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know why that's not showing up. Tokyo Hans also gifted me five uh, YouTube memberships, gifted uh, five of my YouTube memberships to users in my live stream. Wow. Thank you, Tokyo Hans. And now you can go to the... Uh wait, so you also don't see the Wanda one. Wanda gave me something too. The same. Oh as yours. yeah, it's not coming up for me. That's why I was wondering. Uh, Wanda hmm. with fifty two dollars for me as well. Oh, w- Wanda! Wow. Happy and uh, what might have happened? She might have sent it to you at first, fifty dollars. Then realized she sent it to the wrong person, and she might have asked YouTube for the refund and then given it to me. <laughs> uh, Wanda. <laughs> Wanda, $52. Happy anniversary. Well, hold on. I got to I got to do my classic. I usually go like do go nuts for 20 yeah, bucks. Yeah. I got a Wanda with f- 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 $52. Wanda, my god. 
Matt. Happy anniversary, Matt and Leftist Mafia. You have had an amazing year proving leftists can be great friends, great advocates, and speak with true integrity and still have fun while giving us great content. Here's to many more anniversaries. She's Thank you so, so much. But I don't know if you could say proving leftists can be great friends uh, after we booted two people from the show. <laughs> well, we didn't boot two people. Uh, well, that's true. One person we booted from the show. Yeah. So we'll be so so we're good friends to four out of five leftists. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, surprisingly, you know, for leftists, that's that's, that's a big number. That's actually a very high you know? number, right? <laughs> um, okay, so the next one that I have is from Parker. I'm not sure if you've caught up yet on your side. I think this is that's for, you. for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Parker with a five dollar super chat. How much? How much longer until someone in Congress proposes a bill that states citing the number of civilian casualties in Gaza equals anti-Semitic? Might be close. I mean, right? Uh, just this past week, Congress declared that um, I. Uh, and, and you too, listeners and viewers, and Mike as well, we're all anti-Semites for being anti-Zionist. It's amazing, isn't it? That is so wild to me. It's amazing. Uh, who, who, who knew that all these anti-Zionist Jews uh, out there are uh, doing, doing an anti-Semitism? I didn't know that. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just shocked. pretend like I'm, they all don't I exist, just, apparently. I, I just really hate half of myself. That's the point. That's, that's Yeah. Sad, Matt. Sad. And, um, yeah. You know, you should definitely listen. When when most of this Congress that is overwhelmingly not Jewish tell you that uh, anti-Zionism is anti-Semitism, you know, we should take what they say over the Jewish people who say that they're anti-Zionist. You know, right, makes sense. Right. Oh, I, oh, I was I was telling this. Uh, I, I was I said that I, I said the story on the majority report earlier, and it was so fascinating to me. Um, when I when I learned because I I didn't think I I qualified, but I learned. Uh, a, a few years after the, I, I crossed the age barrier for that they have, but previously I qualified for a, a birthright trip. Oh, really? Um, as someone who was uh, raised, uh, uh, you know, was baptized, raised Catholic, uh, the fact that uh, my dad is Jewish and that I am uh, ethnically an Ashkenazi Jew. Uh, that was enough to qualify me for a birthright trip, and you no, know, I was able to. If if I knew about it earlier, I I could have went home to Israel. Uh, wow! <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm not even. It's it's amazing. I mean, uh, but I'm also an anti semite because I. Uh, yeah. you're no longer I, welcome. No longer. Well, I probably would still be welcome. They need the numbers there. The, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the whole point of birthright. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I mean. The idea that uh, Jew, even practicing Jews that are anti-Zionist are now anti-Semites. That including, is so insane. Including those uh, very Hasidic, ultra-Orthodox uh, yeah. sects. The ones that are literally like full-blown um, in the... Um, you know, the um, the traditional, uh, you know, uh, uh, dress of the Hasidic Jewish people. And, and, you know, you see them walking around, uh, all, you know, in certain, like, for example, you go to Crown Heights in Brooklyn, big Hasidic uh, community there. Certain sects are anti, are super anti-Zionist. Mm -hmm. You often see them at uh, pro-Palestine rallies flying the Palestinian flags. Um, they're anti-Semites, apparently. Yeah. Did you see Jerry Nadler's speech on this? He did a really good speech on this. Um, he voted present on that resolution, but he was talking about that very thing. It's just it's it's crazy because what is it like six percent of Congress is Jewish and they just get to declare that um, 
anti-Zionism is anti-Semitism. They're not part of the community for the most part. It's just, it's so dystopian to me to see what they're doing. I, I put it this way. So there was a, there was a, um, there was a, uh, a an interview going, or not an interview, but uh, apparently Joe Biden was in like Massachusetts yesterday or whatever. And oh, yeah. And while he's, he's a Zionist, but he's saying out loud uh, that he's a Zionist. And, you know, I, I, it struck me that um, I um, or any Jew, uh, even Jewish people who are religiously Jewish, not just someone who's partially ethnically Jewish like me, full-blown Jewish people who are anti-Zionist, uh, if they disagree with Irish Catholic Joe Biden, then they are an anti-Semite. <laughs> That's that's the rules. <laughs> it's amazing. I, I the funny part is I'm I'm a Catholic too, so I I, I could I get I like cross I check both things off. I guess I yeah. can really have it all ways. I guess I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and the God. and the the, re, the real cherry on top is I don't even believe in any of it anymore. I'm, I'm completely non-religious. Don't believe in an afterlife. Don't believe in a god. Uh, but you know, I, I here I am. <laughs> An anti-Semite now. <laughs> yeah, shame on you, Matt. <laughs> um, okay, so we have James Bishop with $5. Thank you so much, James. Sorry for the low amount, but Jeff Wiggins for the win. You never have to apologize for the low amount. Uh, thank you so much for the kindness. Uh, really, really appreciate you sending the Super Chat. Yeah, love Jeff Wiggins. Uh, lo would love to have him back. Um, the next one we have is, I believe, for you, Donald James. Donald James with a membership chat. I'm still on the wagon, Matt. Let's go. Thank you, Donald James. Uh, another one. Um, this one's not for me. I think that's for David. Oh, okay. Where's David? He got his stream up. Oh, yeah. Whatever one of us is missing, it automatically is set up so it'll stream to our channel. So, uh, he's 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 with us. It's on his channel. You can still yeah. you can still watch it on Rational National. Right, I don't know why you would do that. He's not here, but. <laughs> <laughs> or you know what? I don't know if it's his. No, it is his main channel. I see it. Okay, I was. No, listen. Was we have, we, Dave, David Dole had other obligations tonight. He's a very busy man. Um, yeah. He's doing important stuff, watching the video game awards. <laughs> and he's he's gonna let me know if there's anything that is uh, happening. Uh, any good announcements? No, I was gonna take tonight off for the video game awards too, but in after next week. I'm going to miss two weeks because I'm taking the last two weeks of December off just to kind of like refresh my brain. So I don't want to miss too many episodes in a month. So I would have joined David tonight if I wasn't uh, already going to play hooky. I wasn't going to miss anything uh, over the next few weeks, but I will miss um, a uh, episode in early January because of CES. Oh, oh, that's interesting. CES is fun. Um, okay. I went last year and I brought you guys, uh, I, that was uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love, I, I always enjoy the articles and stuff. Um, the, the, uh, the cool new tech that will probably never come out, but it's still, you know, it's still neat to look at. Uh oh, people saying audio choppy. Oh, is it? My goodness. No, it sounds fine for me. Yeah. It sounds okay. You broke out a couple of times, but yeah, I don't know what's going on. I need to get yeah. my next, I mean, I just got, I just got the, um, uh, because I have a, a very old iPhone. I just got the new one. And so oh, okay. that's that's my Christmas gift to myself. Nice. Uh, it's also on I got the that one too. 
Apple payment Apple payment plan. So I'm spending like something like uh, forty something dollars a month instead of whatever ridiculous amount it is. Oh, <laughs> you didn't? Because uh, mine is only seven a month because I traded in my old phone. They gave me like eight、oh. hundred bucks. Well, you probably I don't old. I looked it up. My, like trading it in would have given me like two hundred or something. So it makes more. Oh sense no, shit.、Time. It makes more sense either sell it myself or give it to someone who's going to use it, who has an old, even older phone. Right.、Um, yeah.、Um, yeah. I don't know mine, what mine was pretty old, but it was like I don't know, eleven or ten or something. No, it's not a ten.、Uh, I think it was an eleven. I want to say. That was your previous one. Yeah. Wait, I got they it. You, they give you eight hundred for an iPhone eleven. Eight hundred dollars. Yeah. No. I got it like four years ago. No. Who gave you eight、uh, hundred? Verizon. Are you kidding me? You must have did some deal or something. That Apple's not giving eight 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 hundred for iPhone eleven. It was like two hundred for an iPhone. That's what I have an iPhone eleven. Yeah, I don't. I don't know unless I misheard. But they said it's only seven dollars a month after trade, and I, I'm pretty sure he said eight hundred or something. I think you misheard. I, I you, that seems plausible. Maybe your iPhone now costs eight hundred after the trade in. Which one did、oh, you get? That's prob. That's probably it. Then that makes sense. Because yeah. You basically gave away your iPhone 11 for free. You probably got 200 for、mm. it. You shouldn't have. Okay, never do the trade. Never, ne- never do the trade in. Always either sell、mm. it yourself on like eBay or something. You'll get more than the trade in value. Okay. I, th- yeah, that makes more. That would make a lot more sense because I was thinking like, goddamn, 800. But that, yeah. Now, okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. But you know, it lowered the payment. So Mike's、whatever. Mike's walking around thinking he got 800 dollars for an iPhone 11. <laughs> oh, but wait! The, somebody the, says the, that they the, did. The, The base, the the base iPhone 15 model costs eight hundred dollars. So how would they give you iPhone of eight hundred for iPhone yeah, 11? Yeah, this person says that they did offer eight hundred for a newer phone. So okay, I I don't maybe know. They the doing, maybe, maybe they were doing maybe they were doing a um maybe they were doing a like a a special like a Black Friday deal or something. I got it in like、uh, September or early October. I don't know. <laughs> I'm curious though. I'll look at the receipt because I still have it. Um. Because yeah, yeah, it seems implausible, but I remember just being blown away. Like, holy shit! I yeah, can't. If you if if that was a four year old, like maybe if you bought it recently, the iPhone eleven, it was like almost brand new, but still. Oh no, I've had it for four years. I yeah, mean, it was in really good condition. You know, yeah, I don't. They did not, they did not give you eight hundred dollars for. I'll have to check for, for a four year old iPhone eleven. <laughs> I'll have to check. Now you've got me doubting myself. We'll see. We'll see. Actually, actually, I think I'm so I'm so interested in this. That I need you to leave right now. <laughs> Go find that receipt. I, you know what? I've got to pee. I've got to pee. I'll do that. I'll pull up the RFK. I'll go. Wait, check no, the receipt. but but I can't. I can't go through them. I can't go through them without you. I don't have the the comments. Are you? Do you see this one now? This is the next one. Tokyo nope. Hans. Oh,、nope. you don't have it. Oh,、okay. I mean, I see. It, I see it because it's mine on my、right. YouTube channel. But, but you don't, don't see it in, in the, the. Oh wow,、no. that's weird. Uh, Tokyo Hans with us、uh, for five hundred yen. Thank you, Tokyo Hans. RFK. Now let me tell you about my best friend and roommate in college, Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just gonna he's just gonna go down. He's just gonna go down the uh yeah down the line of uh you know. And let me tell you about my neighbor, son of Sam. Uh, <laughs> let me uh let me uh uh, uh by the way uh. My good friend actually was on the grassy knoll that day with my uncle.、Uh, <laughs> okay, let's.、Uh, okay, we let's, gotta. So Balthazar just sent this in. Four ninety nine. 
Uh, 800 for an 11? I'm paying almost 1100 a month for insurance. Jesus, that's insane. Wow. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll check Wait, the uh, Hold on. Oh, with, I got to say, 1100 a month, I'm assuming for health insurance. Because in the context of this conversation, it sounds like you, you're paying $1,100 a month for, for phone insurance. For like oh, that's what care. I thought. No, there's not an $1,100 a month phone plan. <laughs> phone insurance plan. <laughs> uh, okay, once we get to where you can see it, uh, what, where's the first super chat that you can see? And then I'll go ahead and... Uh, but then we're gonna miss them. Let's yeah, let let's wait till we get to. I, I see a J Cass, uh, J -Cass. Uh, super chat. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's that's coming up. It's okay. okay. But, so yeah. Let's continue. Okay. So this one's for me, Zishan, with five uh, euros. Uh, would you condemn Turner or the Comanches for wiping out entire white settlements? If not, then why condemn Gazans who are living in concentration camp? Uh, I don't understand. Who's, I don't know. I, I honestly don't understand the question. If you want to put a follow-up in the comments. Because I don't know who's, like, I'm, I, I'm not sure what you're referring to with Turner and the Comanches and White Settlements. I'm not really sure. Well, he's talking about, I guess, um... Uh, you know the 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 oppressed um, attacking uh, oppressors, some of which might not be, I guess, actively um, involved, like say IDF. Uh, well, it's because I, I oh think it's, oh yeah, the slave rebellion. That's what some right, okay right. okay I see. I mean I mean I mean the difference hmm. is uh, I I guess the difference from in my opinion would be. Uh, the people hanging around there would be slave owners, right? Or people okay with uh, mm -hmm. owning slaves. Uh, whereas in this specific context, um, these civilians living there are not actively involved in what's going on. I mean, yes, you. I know what the argument's going to be is that they are there in Israel. But I mean, if you were someone born in Israel, what are you, what are you supposed to do? Except, um, you know, fight for uh, a Palestinian um, to be recognized with a state of their own. And honestly, a lot of people at the, on those kibbutzes that um, uh, were civilians who were uh, killed or taken hostage, a lot of them actually were um, in that group of people who uh, were, uh, 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 you know, peace advocates looking for a, a solution where uh, Jews and Palestinians, uh, you know, Israelis and Palestinians live together side by side with a Palestinian state. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, it's I would say it's not quite the equivalent. And my personal uh, belief is that um, civilians should not be killed uh, or targeted. I mean, it'd be one thing if there was just an attack on IDF bases and there were casualties, people in the general area who were not meant to be there or who were not specifically targeted and were killed. Um, still unfortunate and sad, but not the equivalent of what we've seen where certain people uh, involved in the October 7th uh, attack with Hamas, uh, seemingly, in, at least in some videos we've seen, uh, did target innocent civilians. 
And I think that's a distinction. I, I've even said, like, I would have been fine if there was, um, you know, if this if this was a targeted uh, attack uh, in defense of a family being evicted, like a Palestinian family being kicked off of their home, like how we see in the West Bank. And that um, there was, a, you know, there were uh, Palestinian resistance fighters who showed up to defend that family uh, from active settlers uh, evicting someone from where they live. But that's not what this was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Um, okay, so we have uh, JP uh, with $6. Hey, Matt Dole. <laughs> I just wanted to say I thoroughly enjoy the rational report. P.S. I can't grow a beard either. <laughs> Thank you, JP. Uh, we have uh, Hideous Lemon with five pounds. Thank you so much. Uh, Knowles ignoring red states, loving trans porn, and the British Broadcasting Corporation. Yes, yes. Tokyo Hans. Uh, I think this one is for oh, you. This from me, yep. Uh, Michael Knowles is an anagram for Hellenism wacko. <laughs> is that all? Really? Oh, interesting. <laughs> uh, Daily Wire. Uh, this is C33394909. $2. Thank you so much. Uh, Daily Wire can't kidnap the willing. Uh, we have Nadia Yvette Chambers, $5. Conversion is a technical term in internet advertising representing purchases made through ads versus more mere clicks or views sans clicks impressions. Yeah, that's what I that's what I assume too. Um, yeah, I think that the person was probably uh saying that more clearly but they stripped away the context so they could play dumb and pretend like they're trying to convert people into being gay uh very stupid and disingenuous um we have the crb tree with five dollars thank you so much holy shit i thought i knew that voice what up jeff loved your takes on dr rashad get wrecked tyt scrubs you don't need them playa uh let's see jcas with five dollars just wondering oh, is this the if... first one to show up in the uh yep i see this one is it cool. oh okay perfect so after i read this one because this one is for me there's one for you from jcas i'll go run to the bathroom i'll check the receipt and i gotta fill oh, my should... water too wait, wait we should wait for the next one because jcas has a gta comment for me and you probably uh, okay get in on that yeah so after okay. that one okay so jcas says just wondering if mike still has puss in mind ha 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 kind of sus bruh uh I do now because you mentioned it. What was the content? Oh, rest in puss. Oh, that was so funny. Yeah, that was that was good. It's on my mind again. That was amazing. Okay, this one is for you uh, from Jay Cass. Jay Cass with a five dollar super chat. Can't wait to do woke shit on the new GTA, like the inevitable mission of a single mom robbing a bank because she can't afford daycare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ah. yeah, yeah. Or like what I think most people do in GTA is they just fuck with NPCs. You run up, you punch them, you steal different cars, you just do stupid things. Like it's a it's it's a sandbox. It's no, it's not real. So you can you can you can be foolish. This one's for you. It's not for me. It's probably for David. Oh, okay. Well, to David Dole, two dollars. Fart gas says poopy butt. There you Thank go. you that's, so much, Fart Gas. That's that that's that high quality David Dole <laughs> chat <laughs> uh, viewership, right? Uh <laughs> Oh. <sighs>
you know sometimes we got, we got we got we got people in our super chats being like yes but how would you uh uh line that up with the actions of nat turner and the comanche indians then we got david dole's audience jumping in to give us a poopy butt <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this one is for me, Cosmere Dragon, with 2024. My goodness. Thank you so much. That is a really generous super chat. I really appreciate that. Uh, I'm a Florida resident and feel distraught. I had hoped to vote for Marianne Williamson. Everyone, please vote in your state primary. If you can, no, ma- if you can, no matter who you support, it will now be difficult for me to go vote in November. Yeah, that's really fucked up. I don't know if you saw. They basically canceled the primary in uh, the state of Florida, um, which is so messed up. Um Florida is one of the worst states uh, in terms of like the Democratic Party. They basically like part of the reason why Republicans are so successful, I'd argue, is because Democrats in that state are so weak. So this is kind of like not surprising if you've been following Democratic Party politics in the state for a while. But yeah, it's so fucked up. Um, You don't even get the choice to like, you know, vote against Biden in this state. I mean, it's not like he would he would have lost anyway, but still to take away that that choice is so fucked up. Right. Um, former future goblin. This one's also for me. My goodness, you guys are so generous. Uh, $20 again. Wow. Uh, I voted for Fetterman and I want a refund. I'm horrified and disgusted. He does not represent us. I wish we could recall him. I feel utterly betrayed. I absolutely feel your pain. I don't blame you at all. You know, and look, if I were in your position, I would have voted for him too, because, you know, when the alternative was this like huckster, uh, Dr. Oz, it's like, oh yeah, well, you know, John Fetterman isn't perfect, so you might as well vote for him, right? In fact, he's great in some areas. I think he's good at messaging, at least his team was. So, yeah, I would, I, I feel for you because I, I would have done the same thing, and I would too feel betrayed. I feel hell. I didn't vote for him, and I still feel betrayed. I didn't send him a dollar, and I feel betrayed, um, just because he's just like another slimy politician. And I thought that he was bad on this issue. Like I think most of us probably knew this, but nobody expected him to be like a sycophant. Like nobody expected him to go. Richie Torres, you know, he he doesn't have to do this, but he is. So, yeah, I feel I feel your pain right there, man. Okay, uh, the next two are for you. I'm going to go ahead and run to the bathroom now and get some water. Mm-hmm. Try to All check right. the receipt. Uh, for Resto with the super chat, uh, nonviolent resistance only works as a function of leveraging capitalist forces against the government. There's no path to that in Palestine. Oh, no, right. I think... I think um, obviously they. Uh, I would never um, say what someone in their position, as someone who is not in their position, can or cannot do. I can uh, personally disagree with uh, aspects, but I would never say what they can or cannot do. But um, in terms of like uh, 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 by any means necessary for them, I think. Um, you know they have a, a right to resist um, uh, attacks and things like that. I just personally don't think that innocent civilians um, should should be uh, targeted. Um, you know, it's one thing to to shoot a rocket into uh, an area. It's another thing to specifically uh, go after someone in, who is an innocent civilian. Um, narrator with a super chat. Uh, 
Cornell West was denied tenure at Harvard and resigned because of his support of Palestine. Right. Right. Um, let's go to this next one is not for me. I don't know if it's for Mike or who it's for. But um Bay Photo with a ten dollar super chat. To add to uh, Alejandra's point on Bill Ackman, he was one of the first, if not the very first CEO, demanding college students be publicly black blacklisted and barred from future employment opportunities. Right, and he's also out there, uh, he's also the same guy out there saying that Elon Musk is not an anti-Semite. No doubt about it. He's attacking college students uh, for being pro-Palestine as anti-Semites, but Elon Musk on his platform with millions and millions of subscribers, uh, followers, I should say, telling them that uh, uh, Jewish groups are uh, trying to place white people with uh, immigrants and minority groups, uh, aka the far right-wing conspiracy theory, the Great Replacement Theory. That's not anti-Semitic, according to Bill Ackman. Also, should uh, say that Bill Ackman's um, venture uh, fund is a um, investor in uh, Elon Musk's Twitter. I wonder if there's any conflict of interest there uh, with his opinion. Um, let's go to oh, Mike's back. Did you find that receipt? I did. I did. Okay, you were a thousand percent right. So it was. <laughs> It brought the price down to like 800. I saved like 140. That's all the trade in value was. So I wish I didn't trade it in. God, I was so off. I was thinking I got the best deal ever. Damn. $800 for an iPhone 11. You would have been, my man, if you, if you got $800 for an iPhone 11, what you should have done is you should have went out on eBay and bought every used iPhone 11 and kept <laughs> showing up at the store and collect. You would have been on eBay winning an iPhone 11 for like 200 bucks, 300 bucks, and then go into the Verizon store and hand it over and get $800 in return. You could, well, you could have been rich. You could have been rich. Yeah, I don't know how it was so often why I was thinking that. When I when I went out there, my husband was like, no, I think you told me it was like 200 off or something. I'm like, so where the fuck did 800 get into my head? It had to have been the that price. just that it brought it down to 800 and I completely misremembered it, but... Yeah, I feel stupid, but yeah, it may. When I think about it now, it's like, yeah, why would you get that much money for an old ass phone? But now we know. <laughs> Damn. Welcome to Verizon, where our business model is: you give us an old ass phone, and we give you eight hundred. We give you the same amount it costs for the brand new one. <laughs> oh my god! I I just you know what? It was one of those things where I did not think it through. Like yeah, when you think about it, eight hundred dollars? Come on, I don't know. I don't know. I'm tired tonight. I, I got to tell you, if I found out they were doing that, I would have, like, I said that jokingly, but I would have literally bought up all the iPhone 11 I could find. <laughs> yeah. And I just would have traded them all in and walked away with, like, $800,000. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know the, you know the candles tweet? Like, I, Verizon's going out of business. It's like payroll, like uh, $100,000. Uh, this is for a local store, obviously. Um, uh, uh, rent, uh, five thousand, ten thousand dollars. 
uh, iPhone 11 trade-in promotion, $10 million. <laughs> like, someone help me. My business is going under. <laughs> now I'm questioning if it really is only $7 extra per month. I'm on my, my in-laws plan, so I don't see, like, the actual Which iPhone bill. did you get? Which iPhone did you get? The new one. The what, uh, which which what? There's four models of the new one. Uh, the I'm pretty sure I got the Pro. I have the one with okay. the three cameras. Okay, so that's, so that's the either the Pro sure. or the Pro Max. I don't have How the big, big one. I just have the regular Pro, not like. Okay, the, so that one. I'm pretty sure it's that, just the regular that, Pro. That one's like a one thousand um, dollar, uh, phone. So, that's probably what. What's you probably two year payoff plan? That's the usual. Yeah. Uh, what's 200 divided by 24? Yeah, that's about you're saving $7 a month by trading in your old phone. That's where the $7 comes from. Oh, my God. I they just gave need you to take you with me next time I upgrade my phone. They give you $7 a month for your new phone, for your God old damn. phone. <laughs> I mean, $7, $7, but fuck. Right. You put, it, If you up. sold it, you would have got more. And you would have got it up front. Yeah. yeah, I did not think of God damn it. God damn it. Shit for brains. Different brains. Okay. Okay. Next one. <laughs> I'm so... I don't know what is wrong with me. Um, This is not for me. Oh, it must be for David Dole then. Uh, Ethan Osborne with $5. Hi, I'm launching the first leftist ex-con slash addiction recovery themed prison tube. Please peep the Lumpin Lounge, LOL. Okay. Okay. I, I love this idea though that Mike's walking around uh getting like uh uh like money off something and he's he's completely confused about what the price was. <laughs> like <laughs> like come buy come buy a brand new car, one thousand dollars off promotion that Mike goes around going, Hey guys, guess who just got a car for one thousand smack <laughs> And then like and then and then Mike's looking at his bank account and he's like, Hey, what uh, uh to his husband hey um uh uh, uh honey why, why are we missing fifty thousand dollars in our bank account this month <laughs> although i will say in my defense the whole time i was there i was very triggered because the person who was upgrading the old lady or fixing the old lady's phone she was complaining about immigration and the border the whole time and i was eavesdropping so that is maybe excuses a little percentage of my dumbassery because uh, I was triggered and listening, but still, damn. Oh, Boulder's Gate three one game of the year, shocker, shocker. Okay, um, should have been Fortnite, <laughs> the only game I played. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think this one is for you. This is from narrator. That is uh, narrator with a ten dollar super chat. Yashayahu uh, Leibowitz, excuse me, an Israeli. Anti-Zionist said justifying the apartheid would infect the Israeli minds and lead them towards Judeo-Nazism. The bigotry of Israeli citizens shouldn't be understated. I mean, it's it's a very right-wing country. I mean, Zionism is a is a is a is a nationalist movement. Mm -hmm. It's a far-right movement. The idea that you would set up an ethnostate is a nationalist right-wing ideology. Right. Like, there's no there's no other way. Like, like this is what I, this is what I can't square here. In this country, liberals, Democrats, etc., no problem calling, calling out Christo-fascism. They, 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 they understand Christian fundamentalism and Christian nationalism. They see it 
in the far right in this country, they see in the Republican Party, they even call them the American Taliban, because of course the only way to say someone is a terrorist or an extremist is to uh, call out to, um, you know, uh, 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 using Islam, uh, Islamic or, or Muslim sort of uh, terminology mm. or whatever. Of course, that's what they got to do. Because we don't have Islam a close enough example is, here, just Christians. Is, right. <laughs> like Islamophobia runs so deep that you would say that, right. Um, but here they have no problem calling that out for what it is if it's a Christian. They have no problem calling out uh, jihadists or terrorists if they're Muslim. But it's but those same people are, are, are either Zionist or in solidarity with Zionists, making you pretty much a Zionist anyway, and don't see that it's the same flavor of ideology as – Christian fundamentalism, Christian nationalism, uh, uh, Islamic fundamentalism. It's the same. Zionism's the th same thing, different religion. Mm -hmm. Fundamentalism is fundamentalism. It's always we extremist. Have, well, it's always draconian. We have we have no problem calling out the the um, uh, uh, the, the the countries that are uh, governed by Islamic. Uh, fundamentalist law. We have no problem um, rightfully criticizing, for example, the Saudis, Saudi Arabia. We do it all the time. Well deserved. We've right. got no problem doing that. We don't. We 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 knock them for their views on women. We knock them for women not being able to to drive in the country, for example. Um, we criticize that rightfully. Why why is it different for this country? in this this country being Israel why are why do they get a pass they, they we don't say Saudi Arabia is representative of all well in this country with the islamophobia again runs so deep but smart people mm -hmm. don't think Saudi Arabia or uh one of the other uh, uh middle eastern countries run by uh, islamic uh, fundamentalists uh, fundamentalists we don't say that that is all muslims we don't uh, here even better example we don't say this country is like, I don't even know what percentage of this country is Christian, but it's the vast majority. But the Christians, the the Catholics, the Protestants, whatever uh, flavor of Christianity you are, you have no problem calling out the extremists in other Christian uh, 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 denominations or even in your own denomination, even in your own uh, uh, beliefs. Like, like, um, you know, uh, the average Catholic has no problem uh, criticizing, for example, um, far right Catholic priests or something who are anti LGBTQ, but refuse to do the same for a far right ethno state where they have a f extremely far right nationalist government in Israel. They, they, they can't. Why can't you do it for this country when you could do it for every single other uh, country, every single other uh, um, ideology that's analogous to it, whether it be a Christian, Islamic, whatever? But just, it doesn't make any sense. It does not make yeah. any sense. Yeah, it's beyond reason. Uh, zero PE, 499. Thank you, Zero. I appreciate that. Uh, do you all think uh, any of the sentiments of the protests for Palestine as well as support online will translate to anything electorally next year? I think it's possible, but not in like a good way for Democrats. Like, I honestly think that um, this is 
this is probably going to hurt Biden in a lasting way. Like oftentimes you'll see support dip and then it'll go back up. I think that with him losing Michigan, specifically Arab Americans, that's going to be so hard to recover. Um, so I, I think that there is going to be repercussions from the protests, but unfortunately we're not in a year where there's like, you know, somebody who's an alternative could win. It's just Biden or Trump. So I think that if this does translate electorally, it's going to be um, support for Biden dropping. So we have uh, another one for you. Uh, narrator with another $10 super chat. Uh, Anti-Zionism is not anti-Semitism. Anti-Semitism is disparaging the entire Jewish uh, di diaspora. Diaspora. See, I always I always mess up saying that word the first time I say I it. I say that. Yeah, no, I do too. Yeah. Uh, but by p tying them inextricably to the occupation state and its imperialist white supremacist machinations. Yeah, it is extremely yep. demeaning to – I mean, listen, I know every Jewish person has their own um, uh, uh, level of connection or lack thereof to Israel, for example. But there are plenty of Jews who have absolutely – no sort of a connection or need for one with Israel. I mean, my my dad never brought up Israel growing up. <laughs> my dad's not from, it's not Israeli. Um, I personally have zero sort of connection to Israel. And I, I listen, I, I grew up in a uh, uh, Jewish neighborhood for a time. Um, all throughout my life, I grew up around Jewish people, Jewish friends, uh, Jewish family members. Um no one ever brought up Israel. It just wasn't a thing. And again, I know everyone's experience is different, but the point is that there are these Jews that exist. And it, mm -hmm. it, just, it just doesn't make any sense to say that your Judaism is somehow um, connected to this country. Uh, and, and what about people who aren't even religiously Jewish, like like me? Like I'm mm -hmm. ethnically Jewish. Like, I, I I have even less connection because it's not even a, a Jewish religion. Even though um, I know there are Ashkenazi Jews uh, who live in Israel, uh, but I mean it's just it it's just a just doesn't make any sense. I just, yeah, the generalizations are wild. Uh, I think this one is for you. Yeah. Um, it is another narrator. Thank you, narrator. Narrator the five dollar. Oh no, narrator the membership chat. Judging by the way Netanyahu is cozing with Elon, believing anti-Semitic conspiracies doesn't make you anti-Semitic. Only being anti-Zionist does. Oh, they are. Of course, mm -hmm. you're you're able to give a. Pa I mean, Netanyahu has engaged in all sorts of um, sort of uh, anti-Semitic conspiracies himself. He he claimed that uh, Hitler actually wasn't going to do a Holocaust, right. but he was convinced to do someone by like the Palestinian Grand Mufti, which is actually is not true mm -hmm. whatsoever. Uh, Hitler did the Holocaust before he even uh, met the Grand Mufti in Palestine, uh, uh, the Palestinian Grand Mufti. And from my understanding, from my readings uh, of it, gr the Grand Mufti met with Hitler way after and it was an attempt to find a place for the Palestinian people when the belief was that uh, Nazi Germany was going to win uh, because of 
everything that they were accomplishing by uh, you know taking over country after country with their inva- with their invasion. Um, you can say that the he was wrong for doing so, but he didn't uh, give Hitler the idea for the Holocaust. Like the idea that you would try to remove that from it. Hitler, like you would try to say that Hitler doesn't have ownership and Nazi Germany doesn't have ownership over the Holocaust, just to dem- further demean Palestinians. Yeah, is it's just so sick. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. It's sickening. Uh, thank you so much to Andrew for gifting five uh, subs to me and five subs to you as well. So, really appreciate that. Oh, thank that, you, Andrew. Andrew. Appreciate that. Uh, we also have a super chat. Uh, this is for, I want to say for you. Yeah, this is for you. Is it? Well, let me see. I'm... Oh, yeah, it is for me. Thank you so much, Andrew. This is a membership super chat. What do you all predict the wildest Floridian gameplay in GTA 6 will have? I want the ability to compete in slap fighting competitions. Mm. Um, it's got to be some sort of alligator wrestling or something, right? Seems yeah, I was like, gonna say uh, like something to do with swamps. Uh, there's gonna be some. I mean, who knows? Like the people who make these games are so creative. Probably uh, banning books. That'll probably be a, <laughs> a, a wild Floridian, some wild Floridian gameplay. There's gonna be a mission where you have to like find books to to get them pulled out of a library or something like that. Because this is satirical, so they're gonna base it off of uh, Florida, uh, and they they have a lot to work with. I'm excited. Uh, okay, this one's for me. Chris, $2. Thank you. Uh, Biden's Kissinger statement that was basically uh, Rip Bozo. Oh, I haven't seen Biden's statement. But uh, if Biden didn't give like a fawning statement, I would actually be surprised. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. He, did, he, he, sort of, he sort of gave a, a, a statement. I was just like, yeah, Henry Kissinger was a guy who was alive. And now he's dead. My condolences. Like he wasn't, oh. he wasn't very... Okay. He was he, and he really tried to um, remove himself from the uh, from the <laughs> from the the condolences as well. Like it wasn't like anything like, oh, I respected his tenure. No, it was like, uh, you know, like I said, Henry Kissinger was a guy. He did. Uh, he worked as a Secretary of State for many uh, years, and then he went on to do this. He died. My condolences. It was very interesting wow. to see him. That is interesting. Uh, again, it's too bad that Biden has been uh, fairly um, better than expected. Again, bar very low. Better than expected on a number of things. And then completely fucking flushes it all down the toilet with his inability to even... To his Not even just his inability to... his Not even just his support for Israel, but his denial of Palestinian suffering. Which was yeah. by far one of the most disgusting things... I've ever seen a president do mm-hmm. and i've i you know i i i still i still say the 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 election is far away um we don't know what can happen between now and then um i would prefer donald trump not to win i have i thought you were gonna say i would prefer donald trump <laughs> no i prefer donald yeah. trump not to win i will have right. no rem- i will have no remorse for joe biden if he loses yeah i mean that's where i'm at too it's like i don't want uh, Trump to win. Um, I don't want Trump to win, but if Democrats lose, it's on them. They caused it. They asked yeah. for it. They deserved it. 
they don't get to blame voters this time or they don't get to play that same game that they always play. The, like there was a, I don't know if you saw, there was a clip on, I think it was CNN where Jake Tapper had asked, I don't remember who it was, but he asked the Democratic operative, I was watching Kyle Kalinske's video about this, whether or not uh, replacing Biden since he's so unpopular would be an option. And she like recoiled at it. Like, ah, no. Uh, it's like, okay, well, you know, this is, it, if you're, if this is what you're going to do, you're not going to change course. Biden's not even going to come up with some sort of an agenda for a second term and continue to support genocide. You're going to lose. We're all going to have to suffer the consequences of it because it's not going to be like the Democrats who suffer. They're all good. They're rich. It's just normal people, you know, who are going to suffer. And, and at last night's uh, debate, they were talking about, I think it was Ron DeSantis or Vivek Ramaswamy said that you can just ban gender affirming care federally uh, with the stroke of a pen. You have the authority to do that. So, like, it's going to be so, so bad if Trump wins. But it's looking likely with the way that Biden is uh, shitting the he, bed. They're, they're, like, listen, the po poll after poll shows that Democrats disagree with how Biden is handling um, what's going on in Gaza. It is a huge amount, too. And it's not yeah. just Democrats. It is also the Democratic base. There's polls that show that um, uh, 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 when they poll, it shows that uh, black Americans, Latino Americans, Asian Americans all disagree with Biden on this as well. It shows that um, the age groups uh, 18 to 49 disagree with Biden on this. This is an issue where they are basically giving the middle finger to their base. You can. This isn't. This isn't an issue that we usually come across where it's like, okay, you disagree that they've done enough in certain policies, but you have to look at what they were able to do. They couldn't get this passed because of Republicans. You can't fully blame Democrats for this. Um, you know, this is something where you, you know, you just have to vote for the the lesser evil or whatever. This is one hundred percent on them. They are. They are giving the middle finger to their base. This is not something Republicans are blocking them from doing. This is one right. area where the White House, the administration, has full authority on. Full authority. This is literally what they can do. This is the, on them. If they are saying, we don't care what you're telling us, and they lose next November, it is their fault. It is not like previous years. You cannot blame the base for this one. Yeah, I agree. They're telling you a year in advance they're unhappy. And not only are they even even at least previously they were for other for like domestic policy issues. They're like, listen, what can we do? Republicans. And there's a modicum of truth to that. Even if even if they don't really agree with those policies, they also even if they did agree with them, couldn't get them passed because Republicans, for the most part, even the most conservative Democrats who are within the Democratic Party who, who would block them as well. There is no excuse here. This is fully on them. And they have a year to fix it. Yep. Like there's a there's a there really has to be a point where you just realize that they are a, a, that 80 something year old Joe Biden is an adult who has responsibilities and that what um what what he does affects how other people act uh, how other people act and if his behavior results in for example enough arab americans and enough muslim americans in places like michigan to not vote for him and stay home or vote third party then that was f and, and they and they gave him a year in advance to fix it and he did not 
then that is fully on him. It is his problem. We expect yeah. more. We expect more from children. We give more responsibility to children. We're saying that this eighty-year-old man who wants to be president has no bearing on whether he wins re-election or not based on the base telling him a year in advance that he's doing something they don't agree with, that he has full authority over. Yeah, yeah, well said. Uh, I think this one is for you. Uh, let me just double check. Um, I can't find it. Hold on. No, it's not. No, okay, this must be for David. Yeah, okay, so uh, Fly Chomper Fly, $5. Just spent over an hour searching for a clip where someone talked about how her family was stuck in Gaza and couldn't get out. Please help. When slash who was that? Uh, It doesn't ring a bell to me. Does that ring a bell to you? Um, I don't remember. It doesn't ring a bell for me. I've, I've heard, like stories like this but it was it's been a while back so I, I can't recall specifically unfortunately oh apparently there's a uh a, 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 a neo a neo-nazi racist troll in someone's chat not my chat because i mean obviously not my chat there was somebody but... named bob i banned them just now i saw a super chat from nadia i think okay they were in your chat i'm unless there's a different one but yeah i just banned somebody who was uh spouting some transphobic bullshit all right, makes sense. They would be in uh, uh, your chat. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I got the perfect. I got the perfect chat. The I, got, I got. I got the perfect chat. They're <laughs> they're angels. They're so perfect. They're amazing, and everything they do, the best of the best. Yeah, thanks to Nadia for letting me know. Uh, I saw. I didn't. Um, I saw that person in the chat, but when I saw them, it just looked like a conservative. Apparently, they kept going on about dumb bullshit. So thank you, Nadia, for letting me know. Um, okay. So we have this one. This one is also going to be for you. Uh, this one for is David. for well, not this one's for me, but not also for me because the previous one wasn't for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Prosh mm-hmm. I stand with the super chat, ten dollars in Canadian money. Eh? Am an Iranian ex-Muslim who got asylum in Canada. If Palestine is established as an Islamic state, what are someone like me or an LGBTQ person? LGBTQ person would be executed or imprisoned. Would you still support Palestine? Well, this this imaginary uh, Palestinian state does not exist. So it seems like a waste of time to talk about it when Gaza is being bombed to smithereens and hundreds of people are dying every day. I mean, um, uh, if Palestine established an Islamic state, well, I would be against those laws and and that uh, uh, that that um, the, the government running that state in the same way I'm against governments running other uh, Islamic fundamentalist law uh in in uh, islamic fundamental states excuse me mm-hmm. um but i mean we got to take it one step at a time and you're talking about an imaginary state that um has not existed for uh, at least 75 years i mean what do you right. think and listen what there's you... there's a bunch and, of countries and, and, throughout the world and... that are deeply homophobic in fact uh just I think there's like four out of the 10 states in the world that still have the death penalty for queer people is in the Middle East. And what you do is you stand in solidarity with the queer community there, uh, but you don't advocate for the entire po- population to be wiped right. out due to ethno-nationalism. Right. It's, it's, not like, simp- it's not difficult, right? Like, it's simple like, like, the, like the LGBTQ Palestinians who you're worried about 
getting executed in this imaginary fundamentalist Islamic Palestinian state uh, are being literally bombed by Israel right now. Right. Like the the direct threat to those uh, Palestinian, the Palestinian LGBTQ community are the bombs dropping on their heads right now. Mm hmm. And there are queer Palestinians. Uh, I, I can't think of his name. There's a really big account on Twitter. Um, unsurprisingly, he does not think that Palestine should be bombed, right? Uh, I'm not saying that that's what you support, Prash, but, um, you know, you can't just say, you can't assume that this injustice is justified because theoretically this country would be bad. Like, you, you don't, I mean, it could be the case where Maybe homosexuality is decriminalized. I can guarantee there there will always be homophobia in Palestine because it's in every single country in the world. But regardless of the social climate, you should never support the entire subjugation or apartheid or open air prison of an entire population. Because if you care about queer people, you're punishing them too. Like they're 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 the victims of this as well. Okay, next one from uh, Zero PE. Uh, I think this is you. for me, yeah. A zero PE with a $5 super chat. Jeff was awesome, and this was a fire episode. Can we possibly get left of the box Sandy Lovas on soon, too? That'd be great. Left is best, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, this one is for me from Patrice Hubbard Bell, 1999. My goodness, thank you all so much. These have been really big Damn. super chats. You are so kind, Patrice. Uh, so we patiently waited a whole year. It is time for a the live super show. The, 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 the super, the, hold on, sorry to interrupt, but these super chats actually are more are more than what Verizon gave you for the iPhone 11. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm never going to live that down. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, it's time for a live show, period. We will help you organize and set it up. It just... Uh, it at least needs to happen, and Olay is required to be there, not the triangle one, though. Proud of you guys. Yeah, yeah, of course. If, if we do a live show, yeah, Olay has to be there for sure. That would be that would be so much fun. I, say, I wouldn't even I, know where to I, begin. I, I would love I, to, I, though. I, th I think in 2024 we do it. I say we do. I mean, the lead-up to the election, we would have an audience uh, for that who are unfamiliar with us, too. We should totally consider doing a, a small tour. We could do major cities in you – know, we could do New York. We could probably hit up uh, – yeah, we could do five or six dates or something. Maybe, or even go smaller, maybe like two or three dates. I mean, I say we definitely do a New York one because there's definitely enough people here in NYC who would come out to see us. The question is like, I see, I don't know if we are big enough to where it would even break need, even. You know what I mean? To, like if, if it's a cost, doesn't need, then it would doesn't be difficult. It need, doesn't need to be a big venue and it wouldn't be any upfront cost to us. Oh, okay. There, 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 there are venues... There are venues that would do it for, uh, you know, for the you know the bar, obviously, you know what they would bring in for the bar. Um, oh, okay, I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we would pro we would obviously have to front the cost to sh fly people out, um, but that's 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 it. Like, obviously, hotel and flights, and that's it, pretty much. As okay. in flying like someone like you, for example, who's all the way in Portland out to New York City. Yeah. I'd have to ride a plane for the first time. How do you go about on vacation? Have you never been off the West Coast? No. I've been to Washington and California, aside from Oregon. Really? That's it? That, That's really? it. I've never are you, are you Are you actually afraid of the plane or? Uh, I'm not afraid of like crashing. I'm I'm claustrophobic. 
Uh, it's the same for like driving long periods of time as well. All right, so folks, uh, if you yeah. want a leftist mafia tour, it's quite clear. Mike said he's claustrophobic, so what he's gonna need is a private jet. Just for <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would help. <laughs> you would have all that space and all that room would be all yours. No, it's the it's the whole like being in a tin can thing. Like you know, even if I'm in a bigger car, it's still like. It's I don't know it's weird it's hard to explain it's like an irrational uh thing um but yeah yeah no I've never been to Portugal too as M says yeah yeah you've never been out of the country no never I don't even have a passport I'm getting it for the first time in case I have to flee if Trump is elected again oh okay right <laughs> yeah yeah which I need to get on that um okay yeah, we should we should we should do we should at least do at least one date I mean. Uh, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. I don't know if everyone will be down for it, but I will do at least one live show next year. I don't know. I want. I've been wanting to do one for a long time. Um, I got a taste of it by doing a live scamp economy episode as mm. part of like a bigger. Like there was a, a bigger thing where like a, they they got a few like um, uh, different people doing like uh, like there was a few podcasts doing an episode and it was like a couple hour long thing and I did like a forty minute scam economy live episode as part of it. Um, but cool. I want to do I want to do a live show. I've, I've I'm itching for it. I love it. I love doing live stuff because I used to be in a band, and we play live a lot. I actually used to do a little bit of stand up too. Nothing professionally, but uh, yeah, that's awesome. I would do I I'll I'll make up a stand up bit if we do live. Okay, oh, I so, think yeah. I think it'd be so good just doing an ep like a, a regular leftist mafia episode. It would be Maybe, like, I, it would be so much fun. Because, right. uh, look, the only live shows that I've done, sad to admit, was uh, the Jimmy Dore show. And it was really fun. You know, at the oh, time, he was a little bit different. But um, it was still the live atmosphere is fun. Narrator says, is this not live? I always thought Leftist Mafia was live. No, I don't know if you realize this, guys, but this is pre-taped. Um, right. We, we, we have your questions in advance. Like, these are all super chats from, like, an hour, like uh, hours ago. Like, well, this is pre-taped. Uh, no, obviously narrator. We've talked about a live in person, like IRL, with a live <laughs> in 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 with it. What do they used to say in like when doing uh, sitcoms? Oh, uh, this this episode was filmed before a live studio oh, right. broadcast. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, we would do a live episode of Leftist Mafia with an in how in venue audience. Yeah. Yeah, that it would be it would be so much fun. Like I think we like, would all like really like enjoy instead it. of you like instead of you guys giving us super chats and asking questions, we would set up a mic in the middle of the venue where everyone's seated, and then at, uh, there'll be a part of the show where you all go up, whoever wants to go up to the mic and ask a question. And to retain the super chat feel, I will before you get asked the question, I will walk up to you and extract whatever <laughs> money you'd like to give to us. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brian. Uh, Two dollars. Yeah. Okay. This question is from Matt. <laughs> yeah, right, and I'll walk over and take it from you. Right, right. Oh <laughs> uh, no, that would be fun though. That would be fun. Uh, okay, so moving on, we have. I think this one is for you. I think so too, being that it's literally a super chat that says my Patreon channel, Tony Rizzo. Well, you never it. know with our audience. Right, that's true. Uh, Tony Rizzo with a membership super chat, patreon.com slash Matt Binder to support the show and remind Binder to make me a Discord mod. Yes, absolutely. Go to patreon.com slash Matt Binder if you'd like to financially support this show. 
Um, I got things in the works. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna. Uh, 2024 is gonna be the the year of Binder. I mean, it's gonna pop off. I mean, this past year has been pretty much a big year for me, thanks to one Elon Musk. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's gonna continue to grow from there. You have not peaked yet. You're still. You're rising. Hell yeah. All right, so we saw this one from Balthazar. Thank you, Balthazar, again. Uh, this one is from uh, Zeitwise to me, five ninety nine. Thank you, Zeitwise. Very light, but what do you think would happen if Biden decides to send military ships to the beach in Gaza with humanitarian aid and stuff? Um, I say. I mean, this. I don't know. You don't have to. Uh, uh, I, no one's. I, I don't think anyone should forgive him. I don't think anyone should give him a pass. But. Any change in course in the in the course that they're going should be welcomed. You don't have to, mm. you know, you don't have to grovel. You don't have to say, "Oh, thank you, Biden, for sitting." No, 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 no. Yeah. But I would, yes, I want them to do that. I want them to actually help the people in Gaza and to do whatever they can to stop Israel's campaign of bombing in Gaza. I want this to stop, and then. And then once that's done, we can focus on getting the Palestinian, uh, the Israeli hostages out of Gaza. We can focus on getting the Palestinian hostages and political prisoners out of Israel. So much can be done when this is this 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 Israeli military campaign ends. Um, yeah, I think that honestly, again, like, I don't think the it would the unless the bombing stopped personally. Right. It's hard yes. to say. It's so hard yes. to say though. The the damage will be done. It doesn't mean Biden gets a clean slate, mm -hmm. but if how if if it, if the change in course helps, if that aid helps, then of course I'd welcome it. Yeah. Okay. So I want to say this one is you. Yes, it's for me. I just saw a Balthazar two two eight with a super chat. Trump RFK 2024, no conspiracy left unverified. Actually, more like Trump R Trump slash RFK 2024. There's at least three Epstein plane rides between the two of us. That's the <laughs> campaign slogan. <laughs> uh, okay, we still got quite a bit, so I'm going to try to move through these fast. Okay, so this one's from me from Balthazar 228. Thank you, Balthazar 999. Uh, very kind of you. Uh, yes, for health insurance, following up to the last thing. Uh, and it's not even a PPO plan. And over half my providers haven't heard of the company, despite it being advertised in the NYC subway. I paid 2750 for a simple cardiology appointment. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. Uh, Mike, Mike's, sitting, Mike's sitting there thinking, wow, iPhones have a heart? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, this is going to be my thing. Like how David Dole's got the racist <laughs> chat. My thing for you is going to be uh, the $800, not existing $800 iPhone 11 <laughs> trade-in. <laughs> yeah, I saved, I saw, I sound like a Verizon shell. like, I saved $800 from Verizon. Great deal. Trade in your phone today. Uh, okay, so this one is for I'm, you. I'm, I th I, I'm pretty sure you might be able to convince Mike to give you money and have him walk away thinking <laughs> he profited off of the situation. <laughs> uh, uh, is this for me? Let me see. Uh, yes, T types the $10 super chat. 
People mistake fascist tactics for stupidity, denying facts and pretending opposing ideologies are invalid as intended. Pretending their wished for upside down reality is true makes it real for their followers. Yeah. Uh, Balthazar228, 499. Thank you again. Trying so hard to not believe in nominative determinism, but Michael actually has the last name no less. I did not think about that. But yeah. Solving homeless. Oh, wait, no, this is you. Um, Kowalski with a super chat. I can solve homelessness, forced housing. <laughs> Another one for you. Robert G with a first time super chat, according to YouTube. Capitalism. Well, thank you, Robert G, for uh, spreading that capitalism my way. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Right. I, don't I, I don't consider just partaking in uh, our economy which is fundamentally necessary to exist um supporting capitalism is it taking part in it i mean i guess obviously but you don't have to support something to have to take part in it we all live like capitalists every day okay because we don't have a choice so and honestly under the system i would love for uh very for for leftists to become very successful and mm -hmm. then um use that money for good because unfortunately, again, under the world in the world we live in, you need money to be able to accomplish things. Um, yeah. You need money and able to uh, provide charity. You need money and be able to provide aid. You need money to be able to, um, you know, we see how politicians are elected. Uh, we need money to be able to uh, pass policy. Okay, so this one is for you, I believe. Cha with a $10 super chat in Canadian money. Leftist Mafia guest suggestion, Owen from Owen's Fireside Chat. He analyzes various churches' growing political power. Interesting. I'll have to look that up. I'm not oh, is that it. Owen's Telltale? I can't remember. I, I'm pretty sure that somebody recommended an Owen. I'm not sure if this is the one that I'm thinking of. Interesting. Okay, this one is from me, from Lizzie Bennett. $5. Thank you, Lizzie. Congrats on the Leftist Mafia anniversary, guys. Any of you familiar with epic rap battles of history? Of course. Please check out Ford v. Marx. Oh, I've never seen that actually, but I, I used to watch those all the time. I wonder if they're still going, but I'll check out Ford v. Marx. I used to love those. Uh, this one's you. For resto with a super chat. Uh, since we're talking about games, a Baldur's Gate modder just got banned from Nexus mods for solving the problem "Quote unquote solving the problem of gay sex by transing a character." What? I don't even know what to make of that. I don't know. I'm not familiar with the game. Um, Interesting. I don't yeah. know. I thought that you could. All, pretty sure you could already be gay in the game. Uh, actually, yeah, you can be gay in the game. I'm positive. So I'm not. Mm, I don't know. I'll have to look into the story more so I get a better grasp of it. But yeah, you can definitely be. Uh, very much gay. Straight, bisexual, you, yeah, there's a lot of sex in the game, if you want to. Uh, Hideous Lemon with two pounds. Thank you, Baldur's Gate Game of the Year. No Zelda for Mike. Dang it. I, honestly, I, I kind of thought it probably would win, and it's deserving for sure. For sure. Uh, I, it's not necessarily my cup of tea, um, but, you know, I, and it's, that's not saying that I don't like it. I played the first act. I just need to go back through it. Um, because I kind of got sidetracked by Lies of P, but yeah, I'll uh, 
I'll give it another go. I, I think I'm going to be the class or the, I don't remember what it was called. The, the, uh, the, the dude that, or the ability that lets you talk to animals. I think if I played uh, with that, it'd be better. I was a gif Yankee. Uh, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Uh, it's been a while, but okay. Prairie Fire with $2. Thank you, Kowalski. I traded an acre of corn for an iPhone 13. Did they give you $800? Bless, or no, well, you, acre of corn. Oh my God, I'm tired. I read I mean, that just... An acre of corn is probably like thousands of dollars, I'm assuming. I don't know. It's got to be at least 800 no. <laughs> how much? How How much is an acre of corn worth? Uh... Oh, okay. Um, according to Farm Doc Daily, uh, operator and land return for corn is projected at two hundred sixty-four per acre, two hundred sixty-four dollars per acre in two thousand. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Jeez. Another one from Kowalski. Two dollars. Corn just comes out of the ground. I can't lose. <laughs> well, hey, take the one where you can get it, right? Owen or Orin, uh, 500 yen. Thank you, Orin. Trans win this week after a lot of pushback. The turf book, uh, Irreplaceable DMG, had its publication canceled in Japan. Yeah, I saw that. The Abigail Schreier book, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I did see that. Uh, we've got five gifted. Uh, I'm getting tired. Guamu! Thank you for the five gifted memberships. Appreciate that, Guamu. Zero PE, Mike. Can I be a mod? You got a troll in here badmouthing you. Uh, well, there are lots of badmouth, but yeah, I, I'll make you a mod. Zero, let me find you really quick in the chat. Let's yeah, see. I've always, I've always made it clear to my mods, and somehow it's still the nicest chat room in all of the leftist uh, YouTube space. But I've always made it clear that I don't care about people, uh, even right wingers coming in and saying stuff, as long as they're not being, uh, you know, overtly bigoted or ruining the chat experience like harassing someone who right is yeah or, somebody is like, totally allowed to talk shit about me though for sure yes like you could talk shit you could even uh fight for your right-wing ideals or whatever but um attacking individuals in the chat harassing them saying just outrighted uh outright like you know slurs that's a that's a that, that yeah that yeah makes you, that, that makes you go yeah we try to keep it like light not too heavy on the bands uh i if somebody wants to you know insult me or disagree with me i think it's totally fine if they're just trolling then they can go but yeah uh like bob busters for example uh thank you nadia by the way for pointing that out nadia Evet chambers it was post as spewing anti-lgbt hate yeah that's the kind of stuff where they get the boot uh t types with a membership uh super chat you could all meet in in NYC and then ride a train together across the country, having shows where it stops. Um, uh, I know, I know, you meant like you know the Amtrak train, like down you know down the East Coast, up and down the East Coast. But I imagined you th you saying like we all get to NYC and then take the subway and get off at each and every stop and do like a show in like, the station, like we're busking, but we left this mafia episode instead of like playing a guitar. Uh. <laughs> Like we're in Penn Station going like, welcome everyone to Leftist Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, this this one is good. Uh, Tokyo Hans with a $500 yen super chat. 
500 yen, not dollar. Uh, leftist mafia needs a neutral location where you can all meet. I suggest Tokyo. There we go. That would be, you know, for the for a first flight for me, 14 hours might be a little bit long. But well, if, we're, um... if, we're, if we're looking for a neutral place to perform, then uh, I guess it's clear. Leftist Mafia is going to Switzerland, baby. Hey. <laughs> I like how you called it perform. Are we performing? Of course. It's, if you're on stage, it's performance. Okay. Okay. I mean, we're performing. We're, we perform when we do our stream, too. Like, obviously, this is, you know, we're not, we're not doing, like, a scripted entertainment show. But, obviously, we uh, present in an entertaining way. We're not doing, like boring like straightforward like reads off a of paper as if we're like news like 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 a like am radio or something that's true that's true yeah, i like that uh bay photo with 499 mike you mean to tell me you live in portland and have never experienced the god-awful green carpet at pdx no i have actually i've been to the airport multiple times i just never have flown myself but yeah that that iconic carpet at the uh the pdx airport is amazing i love it so much um, and I love how anyone who lives in Oregon, whenever they go to the airport and they're leaving, they all like put their shoes together and they take a picture of their shoes that they're at the airport. So you can see the ugly carpet as well. It's iconic. You have to. But yeah, I, I definitely have that. I have seen that. Um, oh, it's for me. Uh, Jennifer McKinnon with a super chat. Great show tonight. Matt, you are really good at what you do. Tonight, you were funny. You were angry. And you were sad. But always so, so knowledgeable. Oh, my God. I got to, like, screenshot this. That and, was like, good. And, like, post it as, like, a review on, like, uh, like on my podcast. Like, the, the, the <laughs> pr promotional materials. Yeah. Like, like listener, Je listener Jennifer says, Matt, you are really good at what you do. Tonight, you were funny. You were angry. And you were sad. <laughs> but always so, so knowledgeable. I love it. That's a really nice comment. And, and very true, I agree. You're on point, as usual. Until you start it. talking shit about the $800 thing. Let's, let's not go there. But other than that, you did good. I mean, it's not really talking shit when you walked into it yourself. You basically, like... Handed it to me on a right. silver platter. You were like, you were like, Matt, I got eight hundred dollars for my iPhone eleven by trading it in Verizon. <laughs> Wait, Mike, tell us the truth. Are, are did you just sign a sponsorship with Verizon and you had to? <laughs> 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 you come on your channel. You. you come on your uh. YouTube channel. You have hundreds of thousands of subscribers, and you outright tell them that they could get eight hundred dollars. If they go to Verizon and trade in their four-year-old iPhone 11, <laughs> I mean, it is it is beyond the pale, Mike. It is you need to let you need to let you know you know the F uh, the F the FCC says you need to let your audience know if you're uh, providing sponsored content. Was that a hashtag ad, Mike? Be be honest. Yes. It was hashtag ad. I hate you. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Mike's a sellout. Mike's a sellout. Oh my God. I shouldn't film when I'm tired. I'm like so tired. I would have never revealed that on a normal day because I never would have. Never would have thought to. Okay. All right, uh, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. This one's not mine. It might be, might be yours. Might be Dick's. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm checking. Uh, and uh, okay, yeah, yeah. This one is for me. Uh, Eric 
Archampong. Uh, hey guys, just saying hi. I uh, was watching the Game Awards with Hassan. I plan on catching up on today's show tomorrow. Well, thank you so much. Really happy you stopped by. Were you, were uh, you physically you in the, the awards? Were you physically hanging out with Hassan on his couch watching the Game Awards? Hey, <laughs> that's fun. That's fun. Uh, okay, so uh, give me one sec. Here we go. How nice though! How nice though of Eric. That was the last Imer's uh, chat, uh, chatter's name, right? Eric, to jump in just to give you a super chat. That's a that's a that's a good fan. Really nice. Didn't person. Even, yeah. Didn't even watch the episode. Mike could have Mike could have came out and said that he is coming out as a right winger tonight, and he is uh, throwing everything he's ever espoused <laughs> out the window. And Eric just kindly jumped in and says, "Love everything you do, Mike. Here's two bucks." <laughs> Uh, okay, this one is for you. Uh, Kowalski with a super chat. I'm not fleeing MAGA. They're trapped here with me. Okay, Kowalski. There you go. Uh, the Wasting Times, 199. Uh, Ukraine funding stalled in Congress is so effed up. I didn't see the update on the latest um, the defense bill. Uh, I know that they were planning like some really fucked up provisions, like a ban on gender affirming care, but that was stripped out or something. I was following Aaron Reed on this, but uh, yet I don't know when they vote on this, but wait until it's uh, finally voted on because there's going to be a lot of changes to it. I'm, I'm assuming. I, I, I heard there was uh, in this bill, there was also some pork around um, funding for Verizon so they could keep up their $800. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Bastard. All right, the next uh four are the last ones and they're all for you. No, are they? Uh yeah. no, I only got three here, so some one of them's not. Oh, for okay. Me. Uh so Ren uh with a five dollar super chat that crooked genius told me my iPhone was only worth hundred forty dollars. It's worth much more than that, folks. Believe me, at least eight hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's gonna go Karen to their Verizon retailer. I don't know why, but at first I thought you were going to give us like a Trump impression. That sounded like a that crooked genius told me my iPhone was only worth 140. <laughs> it's worth much, much more than the folks believe me. At least eight hundred dollars. And people are saying eight hundred dollars. Okay, this uh, Bay Photo one. Uh, is that this one for is for me. Yes. Okay. Bay Photo with a membership super chat celebrating the fifth withdrawal of money from my bank account to Binders and YouTube's pocket. <laughs> I appreciate it, Bay Photo. Five month member right there. All right, another one. That's not for me. Okay, so this one must be for David Dole. Ford eight four eight four ten dollars. Thank you, Ford. Pondering politics is a great up and comer for left wing YouTube. FF sixteen is my game of the year this year. Okay, uh, uh, I I am familiar with pondering politics. Like I've heard of them, but not like super super familiar. I should say. Like I I, I haven't seen much of their content, but yeah, I'll keep that in mind. Also, uh, yeah, I liked uh, Final Fantasy 16. My game of the year, though, is definitely Zelda, but I've said that like a million times, and so no surprise. But yeah, that Final Fantasy was good. All right, this one's you. Uh, for Resto with a super chat, to expand on Baldur's Gate, the mod changed the NPC's gender to make it a straight matchup. It was part of an anti-alphabet, anti-LGBT uh, mod pack. Oh, I understand now. Okay. Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't quite sense. following before, but now I understand. Okay, I see. Okay, and then we actually got one more from Kowalski. Uh, to That's me, for you. thank you for putting up with Matt's shenanigans. Of course, of course. Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to find uh, – here, Here, I'm going to make this promise. If Matt keeps bringing up the Verizon thing, 
I'm going to have to uh, find something uh, dirt on Matt and then I'll bring that up and I'll, I'll, I'll run into the ground. I don't know what, but something. There's no, there's, you'll never find anything on me. Over on Twitch at twitch.tv slash. Oh, wait. There's no one, one more. One more. Balthazar228. Thank you. SMRPG was an underrated gem. The remake is pretty neat. Oh, uh, you know what? I can't get into it, though. I, I'm, I've I'm been playing it. I've got like six stars. I'm probably like three quarters of the way through. I'm really not feeling it. I expected to like it a lot more than I do, and I'm just, I'm kind of bored with it. But um, yeah, I'm glad that people who enjoyed it when they were younger on the Super Nintendo are liking it because it's always nice to get like a good game that you like to remake, though, for sure. But yeah, I don't, I'm surprised I don't like it because I like Paper Mario. I'm just not feeling this. But uh, I'm glad you you enjoy it, though. Okay, so now let's go ahead and uh, we got to find over the Twitch on, person. O- over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Matt Binder. Conway1308, subscriber Prime. Thank you, uh, Conway. If you are an Amazon Prime subscriber, uh, you should definitely be using your free... Uh, 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 what is it called? A Twitch Prime subscription. Oh my god, having a mm-hmm. mental block. It's too late. I, I know, uh, I'm you, so tired. Oh, look, and and Nako seventy five just subscribe with Prime. I appreciate it. Right. Hey. If you don't, if you don't use it every month, you basically just make sure Amazon keeps more of the money that you give them for Prime. Like you're basically saying to them, all right, here's my money for Amazon Prime because yes, I get the free next day shipping and all that. It's worth it. I get it. But uh. You're also saying, um, if you don't use it, you're also saying, here, keep this little bit of extra money that you're trying to give back to me. Because mm-hmm. by giving, by using your Twitch Prime subscription uh, and giving it to a creator every month, you're basically forcing Amazon to give like a couple bucks of what you give them to someone else, which makes way more sense than just letting Jeff Bezos keep it all. Um, Valanova cheered 100 bits. Lion Mike, Valanova says. That's you. Hey. <laughs> oh, my. Fro- oh, okay. No, I'm not frozen. Uh, okay. I also have some bits on uh, on Twitch. John uh, Schindler. Thank you for the 95 bits. Uh, we also have uh, the DC uh, DCK Punk. Uh, Subscribe tier one for 27 months. Thank you so much. Uh, Matt, what do you say we raid Cosmopolitics? That sounds like a good idea. Hold on, let me pull them up. One. All right. Ready to, ready to press it? Got it. Done. All right, Boom. we'll see you all, all right. next week. Peace, everybody.